Hello, Tome Show listeners. This is your stalwart senior editor, Sam Dillon, and I am here to introduce for you a very special set of recordings, the World Tree Burns podcast. Yes, it is the official recording of the World Tree Burns game, hosted by GM Dan Dillon, friend of the Tome Show. And this recording is presented to you in conjunction with Cobalt Press, of course, and also with Encounter Roleplay. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, I normally devour noble knights, but right now, I do have one noble knight I love, and that's noblenight.com. Noblenight.com is so awesome, and it's tasty. I get all my gaming products there, new and out of print, and I can sell my products when I'm not using them. Now, I need to go some villagers and sit on a pile of treasure. Thanks. There are a lot of subscription services out there that deliver things right to your door these days. Veggies, movies, meat, pet toys, artisanal jams, collectibles, RPGs, pictures of cool places, music, butter, dice. Wait, what? There is literally only one thing on that list that would make my life complete. A monthly subscription service for DICE? DICE Envy has subscription services for DICE. They send you a unique set every single month right to your house. Go check out their subscriptions. Or if you just want to go buy some of their unique and interesting DICE, head over to DiceEnvy.com and let them know that the Tome Show sent you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Encounter Roleplay. My name is Will, I'm a D&D sex icon, and I'm back today with yet another episode of The World Tree Burns. This is episode 7 of our series, so let's get into it. Let's meet the cast and crew, let's figure out who we are, and, of course, who we're playing today. Let's start with our Dungeon Master, Mr. Dan Dillon. How you doing, Dan? That's me. Hey, uh, you know, I am ready to run and play some D&D today, so this is all working out. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be the Dungeon Master for this evening. My name is Dan Dillon, and uh, we are picking up in the middle of the Lost Halls of Everforge. Beautiful. Can't wait to get to it. Uh, we also have McLoken with us. How's it going, McLoken? Hi, everyone. Uh, this is for the podcast listeners. I'm going to take a sip of Monster here. Just for mm. you guys. Oh, yeah, mm, mm, I feel that energy. Hashtag not mad. Um, yeah, hello, I'm McLoken. I'm uh, currently playing in a wonderful uh, gnome ranger who's up to no good. But he's, I, I think he murder hoboed quite a few people last episode. So let's see where we go from here. Oh, and I got to get my mask. Jay just reminded me of that. Are you liking that podcast, listeners? Yeah. Do you like? Do you, did you like the sound of me, <laughs> the elastic hitting the back of my head as I wear my skull mask? <laughs> yeah, that's just add, that was. I thought that was added. In. <laughs> Neil usually has to add that in in post. You know, like now, <laughs> now it's just a live sound effect. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we also have with us, and thank you for that donation, Architect. I've let Dan know about my tentacle sword, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also have Laurelani over tonight. Tia, how you doing? Good, good. 
I am fantastic. I'm ready to play. I'm excited for Midgard, and I love Tuesdays because it's a full day of D&D, and there's nothing to complain about when there's a full day of D&D. So let's play some D&D. Let's go. Let's do it. We also have with us Tool School. School, how's it going, buddy? I am doing good, having a great day, and looking forward to some more Midgard. I am playing Glas Carnelian, who it is uh, quite interested as he has finally bumped into some ley lines. He is using some ley line magic, all kinds of exciting things that are happening for him, and so much to explore. I'm sure nothing bad could possibly happen. We are just here to borrow a couple of sugar and some ley line magic. I'm sure it will be fine. That's awesome. And we also have with us this encounter, Josh. How's it going, Josh? It's going good. Uh, it's going good. I'm looking forward to uh, solemnly standing and observing this uh, travesty of a party. Uh, just perform activities that should be simple and make them more complicated. Buy shit they can't afford. Uh, befriend things that don't actually like them. Uh, try to borrow stuff off of totally not sketchy people. And continuously learn languages that I don't know how I know how I know. But I know them. Yeah. Uh, I am playing Kane. He's a Dampier Ranger, and uh, and that I know. I know that one. That I've always known that I'm Kane and a Dampier Ranger. Everything else is up for grabs at this moment. <laughs> could be could be touch and go. Trust no one, but I am Kane, a Dampier Ranger. Great <laughs> stuff. Uh, as myself, I'll be playing Riodan, the Dampier cleric, uh, who's. Um, when he went to get a set of plate armor uh, with 15 gold in his pocket and it cost him 3,000 gold, it turns out that uh, a lucky uh, twist of events that his armor had gone missing, so he took the armor, though it's not finished yet. And he wore it for a while, but now he's taken it off again. So really, as far as I'm concerned, this is what will Riodan wear next adventure. Um, <laughs> and who wore it best? So, uh, clearly Riodan so far. So... Um, I'm I'm pretty excited to see what new outfit or, or uh, item I pick up today and see how it goes with the rest of my outfit because that's why I'm here. Um, but before, of course, the, the reason why we're all here uh, is because of Cobalt Press. So go ahead and check out Cobalt Press. We're sponsored by them there today. Um, if more I could ever get off this lazy button, send you guys a link. Uh, but CobaltPress.com, as I get all these crazy cheers and donations in. Uh, is where you can find your own Midgard campaign materials, uh, the Midgard world book, the Midgard players, uh, players guide? Uh, players the Heroes Midgard handbook. Heroes Handbook. That's the one I was trying to say. Yes, the Midgard Heroes Handbook uh, for PDF and, of course, international shipping. So definitely go ahead and check those guys out because this game is fucking awesome. Uh, as is their world. And, of course, uh, check out fancygrounds.com for your virtual tabletop of choice. Uh, where you can play virtual tabletop D&D games and a bunch of other uh, RPGs that we play here in Counter Roleplay on FancyGrounds.com. Try it out for free in a demo version. And of course, last but not least, check out WaylandGames.com for all of your miniature needs and all of your D&D books as well, your standard D&D books, not your Midgard stuff. Uh, actually, I have to check if they sell uh, Midgard stuff. I don't think they do. But uh, nonetheless, check out Wayland Games at 20% off the retail value of their products over there. Um, also... Before I forget, you guys can follow, retweet, and of course, donate to affect the game. Uh, and, of course, with that huge cheer from Andrew, we all know how much Josh loves his wild magic surge, so instead of like Kane can't talk at all, he must now talk through his bird until it dies. Have fun with your <laughs> bird voice, Josh. My favorite thing about this game is the amount of uh, voice modulation changes <laughs> that Kane goes through. Uh, and indeed, all of us. So, 
Thank All you right. for that, Andrew. We I'm going to jump in momentarily on that one. Josh, when you talk through the bird, I want you to use sort of a hollow kind of breathy voice, and you can be just kind of dignified sounding. Okay, so the kind of sound that I might whisper in your ear in the night in bed, Dan. That exactly. Kind of that, hollow, is, that is exactly bre- bre- the voice hollow, I was talking you, you about. Know, you know. Yeah, yeah okay. Exactly. I know. That's, yeah, the voice. The voice. Oh. Equally as charged, <laughs> equal tenor. Never yeah. charged, um, never charged, Will, never charged. Never charged. <laughs> Amazing. But yes, retweet that tweet, donate to it for the game, check out the donation stuff down below, but have fun with it. Um, and of course, let's hand over to our dungeon master, Mr. Dan Dillon, to remind us what happened last week on the show. Indeed. So when last we left, our heroes had uh, dispatched some kobold and winged kobold sentries who were watching the entrance to this ancient dwarven hold. Uh, They investigated the inside where there were many lit torches. They found uh, ancient chambers long abandoned by the apparently the Everforge clan of dwarves who once uh, lived and worked out here sort of in the middle of nowhere, just on the uh, the sort of western edge of the Margrave Forest. Uh, And this is a little bit of a, a, a strange thing to encounter out here for anyone who's spent significant time around Zobek. And I think among this crew, that would pretty much just be Kane. Uh, when you think of dwarves in this region, you think of the Ironcrag cantons. Uh, you don't think of just some, this little thing just out here in the hills in the middle of the woods. But they, uh, they investigated. They found a what seemed like a throne room almost, or perhaps it was like a receiving room. And uh, our Shadow Fey cleric was beckoned to one of the seats by what seemed like some sort of dwarvish ghost. Uh, And this apparition uh, beckoned her forward, and when she accepted its hand, it bade her to sit in the throne, and it sort of swirled around her with this purplish light and seems to have settled along into her bow, which... uh, Ever since that issue, since that uh, since that happened, has been enchanted in some way. Um, after lurking and finding some secret doors, uh, thanks to the sharp eyes of Cloak, the uh, the party managed to sort of half surprise a group of kobolds and human uh, cutthroats who were holed up in the next chamber. And uh, there was a bloody, bloody battle uh, between blade and magic and howling bear claws. <laughs> and, uh, and that is where we will jump back in, where you stand victorious uh, over the corpses and one unconscious human uh, that Cloak clocked in the back of the head with the pommel of his blade. And so there you are. You find yourselves in these sort of cramped, uh, cramped chambers. They almost look like um, they give you the feeling almost more like large hallways rather than chambers. But they are shorter segments, only about 15 or 20 feet to either side of this central corridor that runs to the, the door uh, that the bear and cane came in from the main large entrance hallway, if you recall, where those uh, stone carvings of armor and weapons uh, are standing out uh, next to the torches. And uh, you guys came in through the back hall uh, through a secret door from the south. Well, that went quite well, did it not? Oh, I mean, for the most part, we have someone to interrogate. I've seen you interrogate people. It is quite terrifying. You are very persuasive, but in a very creepy, creepy way. Yeah, I mean, it... I might wait over here. Okay. I mean, you can play with pop I love interrogations. I've got the handcuffs ready. 
I didn't... Okay, can you wash them? Uh, actually, it doesn't matter. Never mind, just put them on them. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I, I get out my, like... They're, they're, um... They're like a, a deep purple. Um... Fluffy manacles. <laughs> now, are these full-blown manacles, or are they more like handcuffs? Um, yeah, they're more like they're more like handcuffs. Uh, I've made a few, you know, alterations. Sure. They came fuzzy, but he altered them to be purple. Sure. All right, so you slap the cuffs on this uh, this human brigand, and uh, he has his hands. Uh, restrained behind his back now and he's just sort of laying on his side in a heap and there's a big ugly purple welt swelled up on his temple um two things uh cloak would shut the door uh because these are very solid doors right they are quite solid doors yes uh they're probably six inches thick stone yeah these were really well balanced stone that work right? yeah yep absolutely so uh, he would he would get uh, both doors shut. Um, that uh, so to the room that we led up to, going to shut that door, and then he would go back and then shut the the other door, um, just so we have a quiet area or like sound okay. won't pierce out. While he may end up screaming because I don't know what the two dampiers and a, a shadow fae are going to do, but um, um. Glass is almost like dancing around, like he like he may have to pee. He wants to ask uh, Cloak a question. <laughs> uh, cloak, a uh, cloak, a uh, cloak. Would you, I? I can help. Would you like me to lock the door? I can lock the door. I know it's stone. I can lock the door. Okay. Would you like me to lock the door for yeah, you? Lock the door. I mean, or- I I go over and I I hardly I never get to use this. I go and I put. Can I can I mold earth to just make it so that the door doesn't swing as so it's like it's locked? Um, that is possible. Let me double check what Mold Earth says. That's from uh, Xanathar's or Elemental Evil, right? Yeah. If you, uh, if, uh, if the dirt or stone you target is on the... Okay, sorry. Uh, oh, it might be this. It's just... No, it says you uh, you choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within range that fits within a five-foot cube. You can manipulate in one of the following ways. You can excavate it. Uh, you can cause shapes, colors, appear the dirt, uh, creating images, shapes, patterns. Uh, stone target on the ground. Yeah, uh, I think you can make it become difficult terrain. So, can I make it so that it's harder for it to swing? Maybe I, I think what you're looking for really is stone shape. But uh, but yes, it is I'll, stone shape. I'll I... allow you to um, basically make it so that it will take effort and make n- quite a bit of noise if someone wants to open this door. Okay, so it's not perfectly locked, but it will be harder to push open, and it'll make lots of noise. And which which door did you do Let's this see, to? The big stone door okay. out of the main hallway. Got it. As we've heard voices in the hallway from other places. And just so, so I'm clear, anyone might be. You guys are staying in the uh, the kind of makeshift bed chambers where the uh, the kobolds and the bandits were hanging out. Yeah. Um. So one thing I want to do is uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to make this guy look like he's on the keel of a ship. Uh, by so you said there was bunk beds, so I imagine there's some sort of post. Uh, I want to post him up on one of the posts, like his his uh, cuffs are like behind his back, and um, putting them like around, around the, the cuff, yeah, around the post. Sure. But I'm also tying his feet, so he's like leaning forward, um, and uh, yeah, and then he's like, and he's always looking down at me, so 
Right. So is his weight on the handcuffs? So his weight is basically on his shoulders. Yeah. Right? Because he's sort of leaning forward, and then his arms are stretched out behind him with the handcuffs locked around the post. Yeah. And then, got it. Then, then it would just be Cloak uh, (laughs) down below him, throwing water at his face, and he's like, "Wake up! (laughs) Come on!" (laughs) All right. So, um, generally, it'll take a number of hours for someone who's been beaten unconscious like that to to wake on their own. However, I'll let you go ahead and make a wisdom medicine check, trying to wake him up. Woo! If I crit fail, he dies. (laughs) Um, <laughs> uh, sh- I, okay, uh, this is how, okay, I got it. Uh, I have a plus oh boy, one to this. Have never been higher. I know, right? Let's do it. Uh, 14. Ooh. Okay. Um, so you splash some ice cold water up onto his face. And, uh, despite the fact that these halls are cut into the ground, And generally, when you're in caves or any sort of underground chambers or stonework, it's fairly cool. And it tends to hang out at a very stable, just around 50 degrees Fahrenheit. These halls, you're starting to notice, are noticeably quite warm. Like, uh, a little bit unseasonably so. And since you're underground, that strikes you as a little bit strange. So the water is cold on your hand. When you flick it up into his face, he sort of sputters and, uh, and coughs as he uh, like snorts a few of the drops up into his nose and, uh, and comes to and looks around with bleary eyes. <laughs> what? Who? Why, hello, fellow adventurer. I see that you're awake. Uh, he kind of like <laughs> and blinks his eyes and tries to to shift his weight and change his posture, but all that really does is kind of set him swinging a little bit, uh, wrenching against the uh, the handcuffs around his wrist. He goes, "What? What? What do you want?" Oh, information, of course. What? What? What are you doing here? So, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, with this setup, make me a charisma intimidation check with advantage? Okay. Uh, I whispered to Kari, it's about to get creepy. Just you wait. 15? <laughs> All right. He, uh, so he, he kind of looks around and sees the body of his friend that he was talking to uh, in a slowly spreading pool of blood not too far away from him. And then across the room, he sees just this clump of dead cobalt stacked up like cordwood with this now thawing like slush of blood spattered up on the wall that's starting to run down the stone. And he sort of blinks and looks between all of you and his and eyes the snap bear. back to cloak. And the bear. The bear is probably <laughs> up there like licking blood off of its paw. <laughs> uh, and so is Cade. snaps... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he snaps his eyes back to Cloak and says, "Uh, right, we we were we were hired. By we, who? Were, we were hired to uh, help. What? By who? Who you were hired? Uh, it was, it was a man. His name is uh, Spencius. Spencius. Hold on. Uh, I lost my pencil." I must have lost it in the fight. No, I found it. Never mind. It's all good. Um, Spencius, you say? Huh. Uh, and so what did he hire you for? To, uh, to, to help clear anything out of this place that was, that was living here at the time. The, some creatures had, had made a den. Uh, and then to guard it while he did his work in, in the main hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, what about the, uh... 
the Everforged, uh, uh, forgery? What, what is it called? The Everforge, uh, where they make armor. Armorsmith. That was the word I was looking for. What, in Zobek? my armorsmith. The dwarf? Yes. Uh, Spencius and, and the thing he works for needed her. He needed her to, to, re, to reopen the forge, he said. I don't understand much. I'm not allowed into the Great Forge now that they've started it back up again. Um, okay. Uh, wait, you said something with Spencius. What do you mean, what's with Spencius? He, uh, so when you, you sort of, uh, swing back around to that subject, he, um, he pales a little bit. He has sort of swarthy skin normally, but the color just sort of drains out of it. And he looks at you and his eyebrows creep up and he says, look, if, if I tell you all of this, will you, will you let me go? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to give a persuasion roll because I get advantage on those. Um, sure. And, uh, yeah, I would look at him and be like, yeah, we'll let you go, but uh, not until after we're done what we're doing here. If that's a deal. If you give me a word that you'll let me go, I will run as far and as fast from this place as my legs can carry me. You'll never hear from me again. I'll tell you everything you want to know. A 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's okay. all in. Like, if you give your word to let him go, it looks like he's ready to tell you absolutely everything. Okay. Tell me a story. There's, there's a beast with him. Uh, I haven't seen it very well, but I've heard it speak. And, and, and I saw it kill one of our leaders. What kind of beast? I, I told you I didn't see it, but if I had to guess from what I saw, I'd say it was a dragon. Oh. A dragon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting, because we found the dragon scale. That would be a good hunt. Do you know why they need the forge opened? Uh, no. Um, he he kind of, like, screws his face up a little bit as he's desperately trying to see if he can scrape anything together that you might want to know that might make you happy. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't share his plans with us, but um, I overheard something about opening a gate and he, he just kind of like shrugs and that causes him to ah ah as it shifts his weight on his shoulders so a gate you say uh, yeah I, I don't I don't know what he meant um interesting um yeah th he didn't say it was like to the shadow realm or it's like to uh you know one of the other crazy places that you can make a gate to no no, 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 nothing. I, I don't, I don't understand. That's, that sounds like magic, and I, I don't understand it. You should go to school. I, uh, Mark Glass, sure, can you, you sure. can tell him about magic. I would be happy to. I have many stories about magic and all that you can do with it. Perhaps if we sit down, I can bring out some of my books and I can lecture you on all the f interesting things. There are very, very precise procedures that you must go to. You can see him just sort of slump against the post. He's kind of... Uh. I walk up beside <laughs> Glass and I kind of bend just down. Dies. And I'm just like... The real torture could begin very soon. Looking up at Glass and his eagerness to talk about spells. I like the sound of that, yes. Be sure Real that torture. you remember everything. 
And she looks at him like desperately, like it's gonna save the both of them. What? Which? Yeah. yeah. What I else turn do you want to know? I turn to everyone and go. Um, yeah. What? What do you guys want to know? I. He said something um, about well, a great. Hall. I want to know. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Donation. Sorry, man. So. Win four with the twenty nine pound donation. Dan the man gets free net ones, but also an owlbear and a snake attack the party because McLoken will finally get to fight that owlbear. <laughs> that, that was a twenty a twenty six year tradition that you're just throwing out the window. <laughs> twenty six years, maybe longer. I I can't keep track. All right. Well, thank you well, very much for the donation. You, and that is that is noted. I have made a note of that encounter. So, uh, so possible dragon. Uh, so who's in the forge right now? Where is the great hall that he spoke of at the beginning of his story? The great forge, the great forge. It's at the end of the main hallway. There's double doors with anvils on them. You can't miss it. It'll get hotter and hotter as you go up the hallway. He's telling the truth, right? Just scared out of his mind. Ah. I can roll insight. You get the sense. Yeah, I mean, you you get the sense that he is being uh, completely truthful with you at this point. He is desperate to tell you anything that you want to know that might sweeten his chance of getting out of this alive. Um. So, uh, so is there more kobolds in there, or is it just uh, yes? Um, how many? All right. More? So. The I, I I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm not allowed in there. Uh, there there are groups of kobolds and a few more of my uh, my comrades. We uh, set up in in a few different rooms of the halls, and uh, we we patrol occasionally. And sometimes we range outside into the woods just to make sure that there aren't any unwanted visitors. Uh, Spencius is very paranoid. Huh. Uh. Yeah, but he's also not good at covering his tracks, hence we're here. Um, can, so, can we hear more about the Spencius fellow? Well, hold on. Uh, I, I'd love to hear about Spencius, but before that, are you saying there's roaming patrols outside? Yes. What was the last... How many people were in the last roaming patrol? I'm sorry, uh, how many? Uh, there, there are groups of us. I mean, there were... Uh, there, there were half a dozen kobolds along with some of them that had wings. They were watching the entrance last I saw. I assume that you've killed them by now. Any non-kobolds a part of that group? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, like I said, some of uh, some of my people. Uh, we uh, we hire ourselves out for this kind of work occasionally. Um, my captain is here somewhere. Uh, he looks down at his dead friend and, and his fa- face gets just a, a shade paler. Um... There are a few others of us, uh, maybe, oh, maybe a dozen all told, but not all in one place. Not Maybe even not all here. You have human friends that are out patrolling with the kobolds? That's what I'm getting at. Yes. Yes. I look at Kane and I'm like, we missed somebody. Uh, yep. That's why they kept looking at that hill. Um, all right. Well, um... Keep an eye. Is there uh, how many different ways is there to the forge? Is it just the one way that you know of? The nice big hallway that leads right to the ley line. Is that the way to go? That is one way to go. Yes, yes. Um, I know that there are uh, two other doors into the to the great forge. I haven't 
uh, been in it very much, but I've been to one of the side doors. There's a door in each uh, in each of the side walls of the forge. Okay. Ah, do they come from these secret passageways that we came in so that we were able to surprise you and kill you so easily? Uh, he so he looks over to the hallway where you came in. He said you found one of the secret doors. Yeah, there's there's bunches of them around, linking rooms together. So this is what we're going to need from you before you explain to us who Spencius is. Um, I need you, uh, and we're going to unshackle you, um, and um, you're gonna you're going to uh, draw us a map. Um, he doesn't have any weapons, so it doesn't matter. And plus, we have a fucking bear. So, um, yeah, this is what I need you to do. Draw the map, um, and if you do everything you say, we can't let you go right away, just for the fact that you have friends out there and you might go warn them. You understand, right? We're not going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. If that, if that makes sure, you feel Sure, sure. You want me to You want me to draw you a map? I'll draw you a oh, map. Oh, I want you to sell out your friends. <laughs> Persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like he's plenty ready to draw you a map and is not worried about it at this point. Okay, well, fuck it, yeah. I hope you're a cartographer, because I'm very particular about my maps. Uh, am I a cartographer? No. Can't calm down. I mean, he doesn't even know magic, A bad so. map is almost, almost worse than no map at all. I elbow carry. It's like bad cop and bad cop. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so, um... On that note, so draw what you can. Draw where the secret patches are supposed to be. Um, maybe just this area and and what you know of the big forge uh, and possible, um, you know, people that you, you actually don't right. know. But um, and then while you do that, uh, tell uh, in here who Spencius is. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see how well this guy does at roughing you out a map. I would have him draw the area we're in first. Um, so I can be like, this is the scale. This is this many feet. And this is this many feet. And then have Glass help me do math too. And so we're yelling math things at him. So we know he gets. So I'm going to call this an intelligence check with uh, cartographer's supplies, which you guys don't have, but he's not proficient anyway. So that's fine. Um, Ooh, actually, uh, I believe don't. Uh... Well, I've got my ley line mappings. Tweets. I mean, I assume you guys have like some parchment and a pen or charcoal or something that he can oh, use. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, all right, a 10. Eh, all right. So it's not god awful. Uh, let's see. So he'll probably start with the Great Forge. And then he'll. So you wanted, to, you wanted him to draw out basically everything that he knows of? Yes. See, look, you're being very helpful. It is very nice that you're drawing such a nice map. Uh, that is probably a little longer there, maybe a little short. Well, if th if that's supposed to link together, then see, that does not... <laughs> that hallway's at least is 15 feet tall. <laughs> like, glass and cloak are just, like, cross-examining this guy's map drawing. Uh, as as you do, he like begins to sweat, and he says, Look, I told you, I'm not a cartographer. I know, I know, I'm trying my best. We're just trying to help you. It's not just a <laughs> You just have to draw us. It is not a curve. Trying never got anyone anywhere. You know this guy's a vampire. He will He will eat you. I have seen him drink and eat people. In more ways I, than I, one. I, ways that I don't like to talk I about. I really will eat you. I won't enjoy it, but I will do it. He looks up at Ryoden, and uh, you can see tears beginning to well up in his eyes. 
and he just starts to like and he like goes back to the map let you go when it's all done it's beautiful in its own way many mortals do get teary-eyed i mean that's why your friend is dead he'll just eat him don't worry about it it's okay i will eat your friend as well maybe if he's tasty and i'm hungry (laughs) and if you're bad at maps You usually like the ones that smell better, though. Usually I do. So, he's going to show you his super awesome map drawing skills, which I don't know if you guys are even going to be able to see this. (laughs) It's a great map! Actually, it's not far off map! (laughs) On my screen, that looks pretty blurry, so if you guys can make that out, that's awesome. A little little bit more. Let me look on the stream. The stream's a little bit better. Oh, yeah, if you actually look at the stream, it's way clearer. Yeah, where where are we located currently? So you guys are in this chamber here. Yep, that's exactly where we are. Yeah, but that's where you just closed the door with the, the mud? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. he closed th- this door to the main hallway right over here. Okay. Uh, hang on, I forgot to mark some secret doors because you guys know about that Did one for sure. Did just go down? And... Okay. Never mind. Never mind. What, what's that? No. Don't panic me. I've got it snapchatted. I will put it in a folder so I can send it to everybody because I'm being helpful. Yeah, take a picture, put it in the DMs. (laughs) I am. Yeah, if if sending a picture would be easier, I can do that too. I've got, well, I've I've, I've already got it. uh, Right, so he shows you the secret doors you found here. And uh, he'll point out some in the rooms on the other side. So there's secret passages that lead into a hidden room over here. And I, I know it's some kind of treasury. Um, and oh, then... you know what? I can actually... There's actually... <laughs> so here's a really cool thing. Fancy Grounds being our sponsors. They have all of the Cobalt Press maps, which they sent me. This is from... Right. Now, here's, here's the issue with that. I don't know if there are player-friendly versions of that map. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're player-friendly. So oh, excellent. Yeah. Do it. Throw it up. I got DMs and player friendly. This is fucking sick. All right, I'm gonna share that. Dude, that's great. All right, so let's. So he doesn't know absolutely everything there is to show you, but uh, um, right. So you guys have at least very rough depictions of the central hallway, the rooms on both sides of the central hallway, the great forge, and then the room on the. Uh, to the left of the Great Forge. You don't have depictions of the the long kind of stretching hallway over the top or the room to the right of it. But he does tell you that there are doors in both sides, left and right, of the Forge room. So you know that there is a room over there. He just hasn't been in it. He doesn't know what's in there. Okay. And you know that roughly where the secret doors um, on the uh, western side uh, of the western chambers you know where roughly that progression of secret doors is okay and does he have friends in any of these rooms uh, uh yes yeah somewhere I- i'm not sure exactly where they are we we move around sometimes we uh we avoid the 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 room with the thrones in it because it um quite frankly it creeps the absolute hell out of us oh i'm positive it's haunted uh, yeah. Well, yes, of course it's haunted. She ended up like like joining with the ghost. See, he uh he snaps his eyes over to Kari and like tries to edge away from her a little bit as best he can, which is not very well. 
I just kind of look down at him with my green eyes and slowly smile. Okay. Well, um... You have been very helpful. Alright, can, can I go now? Well, see, well that's he, up to them. I, I don't get to make those types of decisions, thing. because I think everyone should just... Uh, okay, here's the thing. So you have friends out there, and we don't know if you're going to go tell them. Uh, so we're going to have to leave you tied up, but after everyone's dead, I can free you. Uh, uh, look, I'll just... I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to run south, and I'm not going to stop until I pass out. No deal. Knock him out. Or just tie him up. Well, maybe knock him out or gag him so he doesn't scream. Because there are others <sighs> around here. And there's others back up there as well. What if he goes and runs and gets his friends and they come and kill us? And then we'll think, oh, wouldn't it have been nice if we just hadn't, hadn't been quite so nice and just left him here for a little while? We owe this man nothing. We killed all of his friends and he would have killed us if given half a chance. We had a deal. We're I told you no everything you wanted to know. Him here. Uh, okay, hold there on. Was no deal? I, I just say things. You can't trust me. Uh, he says this to Cloak. Yeah. As a, Reardon, come on. Okay. So, hmm. I look at Glass and I'm like, Glass, what do you think? Oh, I think we should let him go. And He's then, just going to run away. He's scared. See, he peed himself. I also believe <laughs> that we should let him go. If he does decide to turn okay. his back on us, we can just hunt him down later. Democracy is something I fundamentally don't believe in, but in this case, fine. You're gonna, you're, we're gonna, I'm gonna let you go. Here, I'm gonna let you go, but, um, strip. I'm sorry, what? Strip. I didn't say you're leaving with your clothes. No, we are done, goddammit. <laughs> are you serious? I'm taking my, I'm yes. like taking my boot off. Do you want to leave? Right, so he, uh, he grumbling starts to unbuckle his leather armor. Okay. And uh, so he takes it off and he pulls off his shirt, shucks his boots, and takes off his breeches. And now that, I, leave, of, I, so just, wearing, I just like, leave him with his. He's breeches. wearing his underthings. He's yeah. wearing his. Oh, you leave him his pants. Oh, that's nice. I, I leave, so he I leave him his unlace breeches. Unlace them like cursing under his breath, and then. Oh. Now, okay, and then I, I take him and uh, you know uh, to the entrance through the the secret uh, back at the oh. the throne room. I, Oh, wait, okay. are you going to... I've got an idea. Right. Well, I'd say too loudly to Riordan, Riordan, what you should do, go prick and get a blood and say that he, you can smell him and track him by your blood. You, you're good at lying to people about what you can really do, but he'll <laughs> think that if you take some of his blood, and he's probably saying it too loudly. <laughs> okay, now, anyways... Um... <laughs> Kane at this point steps forward, uh, looks at the guy... And just places uh, a heavy hand on both of his shoulders, staring at him. And his bird comes and rests on his shoulders. And as is the bird, not me. I don't even know if Kane will realize immediately. A lot of stuff. I, I love how you gave me so many languages and then all of them have been taken from me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I love most about it. The bird says, Are there archers in the forge? He, uh, he like shrinks back as the bird whispers to him. And yeah, you all see this. Like, Cain is staring him dead in the eye, and then whisper, like, clacks his beak, and this, and this breathy voice uh, issues out of it. 
Yeah. Uh, it has Kane's normal, like, cadence of speech, so it, it reminds you of him, but the owl is talking. And, uh, yeah, I will say, Kane, as this happens, you aren't aware of it at first, but you sort of pick up on it as the sentence concludes. You realize that you thought this question, and you sort of went through just, you know, without even thinking about it, you, you went through the exercise of will to voice it, and it came out over here instead of your own voice. Uh, and so he shrinks back, and he says, that, uh, in, in the Great Forge, there's uh, the, the dragon, I guess, that Spencius works for. Uh, Spencius has got to be in there himself, probably the dwarf woman, and at least some number of those kobolds. I don't know how many, and I don't know what they're using. Can you tell some me of about Spencius yet? I... Some of them carry bows, some of them carry slings. I, I grab him, like, by the throat, and I turn, <laughs> and, like, I'm just going to hold him there. I'm not choking him, I'm just making, if he runs, I'm going to rip his throat out. And I turn. He still he still makes kind of a little pathetic yeah, yeah. noise even when you just put your hand yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I I turn and like wave away all questions from Glaz. In fact, from everyone. I don't have a, like don't have time to explain this. And um, he looks at everyone and he doesn't even open his mouth to speak, but the bird twists its head round, uh, one eighty from staring at the guy to uh, looking at the, the gathered party, and the bird says, When you hunt a beast, you bring bait. Okay, now that is downright creepy. The dude's eyes go just super wide, but he doesn't say anything. I think I think he'd be useless bait. Like I don't think they're gonna go for it because he seems to be a dumb peon. They don't really care. they hired him. Bird, is he? A, it's is that a puppet? How much did they pay you to work for them? Uh, they they worked that out with with my captain. We haven't been paid yet. I reach into my gold pouch and give him ten gold. You work for me now. Uh, his eyes, like, try to go wider, but at this point really can't, and the, the pouch drops into his palm, and he sort of hefts it, and you hear the jingle of <laughs> coins. Oh, I, I drop, like, one at a time dramatically, <laughs> coin by coin, out of my Oh, oh you just, you yeah, just... Yeah, I'm just like... Got it. All right. So he holds his hands out, and yeah, you just, you know, one by one trickle coins into his hands, and he says, What is it you'd have me do? Fight. That's a death sentence. Like, I, li you know I, li I lift him so he's on his tiptoes. What's the difference if you kill me now or if they kill me in five minutes? I just, I just say let him go and then pay him. Hush and he kind of he kind of throws he he drops the the coins. You can keep your gold. I'm turning traitor just by telling you this and then running. At least that way I might live. That's my alignment. You guys are getting very creepy here. <laughs> Even creepier than Cloak, he's usually the scary one. Whoa, 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 whoa. You called it. What's my dog doing, by the way? Puff Puff. Puff Puff is sort of like staring at Kari right now, and her ears are sort of laid back. 
Like scared? Like, um... Doug's not pleased with the idea that wisdom- I've proposed. Why don't, you, why don't you make a wisdom insight check? Okay. Well, what I, I didn't actually hear the idea you proposed, so... Hold on, I have a giant map in front of my screen. Oh, to force this man to fight when he's already done all these things for us. There's not a very nice thing to do. We are just here to borrow some sugar. Uh, actually, it's a magic, but... 21? I, I rolled a 18 plus 3, yeah. Okay, uh, sorry, I had uh, I had Fantasy Grounds covered. Uh, 21, so Puff Puff looks um, a little upset about what uh, Kari is suggesting, about trying to force this guy to fight. Um, especially after he explains that, you know, that's, that's essentially a death sentence for him. Um, and and it, there's like this weird, almost, almost human-like expression of disapproval on Puff Puff's face. Oh, no, that's See, okay. Puff Puff knows. Puff Puff, yeah. Okay. I'm going to pick up my gold, by the way. I'm going to pick up my gold. Okay. All right, sure. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I I would be like no no come on and then I would I would take him whoever's like holding a sword I would like chew him away like Kane I'd be like no come on okay come on no you're running in your skivvies through the woods okay let's go um and run back to Zorbuck and and then you know avoid the Albert uh and, and he's taking Pop Puff with him as he's like pushing him through the secret like entrances and like getting him uh I'm not going so the, the one door that Glass did the magic on I'm going to I'm going through the throne room and opening that door and like looking around to see if anyone's there and then sure. uh br- having him uh run outside the entrance but before he leaves I give him one gold and I was like this should be enough to get you started somewhere and then yeah good luck man he uh, he takes the gold, he he kind of clutches it, and and he nods and he says, "Well, I, I suppose I owe you a great deal. Thanks for sparing my life." And he just sort of turns on his heel and sprints oh, south and into like, the woods. Oh, and uh, if you ever oppose this again, I will kill you. So just remember that. Bye. Uh, he doesn't stop. He doesn't turn. He just plunges into the underbrush, the uh, the dark, dark underbrush as night has fallen. Uh, and as as he does that, as as he does that, and you sort of see him on his way, Puff Puff's tail starts to wag, and she kind of noses her muzzle under your hand. Oh, it's okay. Yes, I don't. I'm, I wasn't gonna let him die. I promised that I would not let him die. Um. But, um, and then he, but he would like be like looking at her, but like slyly out of one eye, like peer out into the forest to see if he sees anyone, uh, like hiding and watching. Um, and if the bodies have moved. Oh, uh, mm. no, it looks 20? like everything out here, everything out here is perfectly undisturbed, except for it looks like there may have been some animals at some of the cobalt bodies, but, uh, you see no sign of any other, uh, humanoid creatures. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that because a lot of those I think all of them look like they got mauled by a bear. Uh, so, oh, do you, well, because they were mauled by a bear, yeah. Yes. So that's fu- <laughs> it's that, very that convenient when you have a bear to maul people to leave with the bodies left behind. They look like they're mauled by a bear. Can I just say the way that we handled this with this man was just very strange, very odd. All of this. You, you do have stories acted. to tell. It was truly quite amazing how we all came out on that one. You know, Cloak with the interrogation glass that lets him free. Carrie with the 
I'll pay you to be mine. Cain with a, I'm a scary ghost owl, and there's me with the kinky handcuffs. I mean, it really did display our personalities in one very beautiful moment, I thought. Yeah, a lot of you guys are fucked Strange. up. I just wanted to point that out right now. Um, especially Kari Cain, glares you... at We're you. Alone, like, just... I... <laughs> Did you see Owl Man? Did you see the owl start talking? Yeah, Glass can't anyone? stop looking back and forth between <laughs> between Kane and and the owl. Fuzzy, okay, Fuzzy Cuffs wasn't surprised. Kari suggesting that you know make him fight. Still not surprised. Talking owl. That's a, it's not a Strix either. That was just really fucking weird. Kane, Kane is in the process. Kane is in the process of like, ca- like checking his arrows. He's got his back to you, but suddenly the owl's head snaps round to look at you, and he looks straight at Cloak and says, "No one will ever believe you." And then just turns round. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to sleep ever again now. <laughs> nice and some fucked up shit. It is possible that. The magic lingering here is having some adverse effects. And she kind of looks to her bow and kind of gestures to where the Dwarven King was not that long ago. I have heard of wild magic in these times. This is... Dan? Yeah? Since I left uh, that room and since everything's changed, do I still feel... If I were to, for example, try and speak in Dwarvish, could I speak in Dwarvish? Do I get the, that sense that I could? So you you try, and you you maybe think back to I'll like, whisper, I'll like, like basically you try to yeah yeah you 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 try to speak in, in another language, and basically anything you try to say comes out in probably common would be your okay. uh, your your basically your your native tongue. Are there any runes in here though in Dwarvish? Um. Let's see. You are in where now? We're in the barracks. Well, the the where they had made the makeshift. You're in the makeshift. Beds. You're in the makeshift barracks. Um, no, really, there isn't. Uh, it looks like most of the dwarvish stuff. Like there was plaster on some of the walls that had frescoes and things painted on it. This looks. Um, this looks devoid of those. Okay. So wild magic for uh, Tear as well from Wind Four, I think, my friend. I lean over Alrighty. to. I lean over to Cloak. You know what I think? I think huh. Kane always was the owl. <laughs> oh my god. I'd <laughs> right, aren't I, you sneaky little bird? You were always Kane. <laughs> I mean, it, it all makes sense. He never talks. This wild magic surge is so good. Oh, Caster <laughs> suffers delusions about the uh, efficacy of the free market. <laughs> <laughs> so you're suddenly you're you're suddenly overcome with a little bit of bitterness uh, in the wake of him not accepting your good gold to uh, provide a service, which really should have just worked out, and, and maybe uh, your expectations of anything to work out. To, to to have a, With gold, a transaction yeah. relationship, maybe that's just flawed. Yeah, <laughs> transaction based relationships. What about the horse? What about the fuckhouse? No. Are you, are you paying them? No. <laughs> I guess the pay the fuckhouse gets paid. Oh, they do. All right. 
so you have uh, you have set your captive free. You have his the corpse of his dead friend and uh, six kobolds in the room. And you his have, clothes. Ooh, have you, we, and we his searched clothes. them yet? I don't think we have. Um, have we searched the kobolds and the dead no. bandit? No. no. Ooh, let's take a look. Okay. I mean, we searched the kobolds back upstairs, but uh, right. I don't think you, we've you done searched. Yeah, you searched the sentries. You haven't done anything uh, with these guys since we basically just finished the fight, and then that's where we we left off last week. So yeah, you can you can pat down the uh, the remaining human and the cobalt bodies in addition to another suit of leather armor for a total of two. Uh, there are a couple of longbows, and um, oh, uh, having a window malfunction. One second. So there are uh, two longbows, two shortbows, two suits of leather armor, um, the daggers and slings that the kobolds had, and then the the two humans, or sorry, uh, the one human, actually the dead one, has a pouch that has 15 silver and 20 gold pieces. Ooh, I'll split that up. Big spender. Um, I would also take uh, a couple daggers. Uh, for throwing, and then um, sure. as well as uh, so that'll be two additional daggers I have, uh, and then a sling, uh, just in case, because okay. that's infinite ammunition. Uh, and the between the two scouts, uh, they had a total of forty arrows that you guys can claim. So that's what five gold a piece plus a few silver. Uh, there's five of us, and that's twenty gold. Uh, that's four. I'm not doing math. Four gold. 20 divided <laughs> yeah. by four. Oh, the 20 divided by five is four gold each. Yes. Yes. So we all get four gold and then the silver. Uh, and three four silver. Divide, yeah, three silver. So it'd be t- 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 uh, out of five of us would be 15. And then there's additional silver. And he's like, um, oh, oh, I thought there was 15 silver. Was there more? Yeah, there's there's 15 silver. It's It splits evenly between you three. Each. Oh, yeah, yeah, duh. I'm tired. Leave look me at, alone. Look at our DM math. making all the make it all come out even. Thank you. How could they change math? I saw Incredibles two over the weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> when did they change math without me? Did they um, not run this by me? L- l- let me let me get that added. Uh, okay, character sheet. So um, uh, Glass will actually take one of the slings as well. He's looking for a light crossbow. Hopefully, someone will have one eventually. But a sling will do sure. just fine for it in the time being, if that is okay. okay. No problem at all. No problem at all. Um, all right. Uh, so now I have some change, which is nice. Um, so uh, on that note, uh, am I able to... Um, I look at everyone uh, and go like, well, what do you guys want? Do you guys want to like, rest here or something? Or um, maybe we go take a look at the next room and... Uh that we know that is uh, with the statues. Uh, oh, we do not know. But this next room up, and then uh, maybe clear it out, and then rest before going to Big Forge. I only have one spell remaining. I won't be able to heal well, once. We can rest now. We had talked about once we got inside that we would take a rest. Uh, I will say that that is true. We did say. That all of you are getting quite tired as you traveled for a good six and a half hours, and then have been now fighting for a bit and exploring these things. So you are coming up on the time when you need to start thinking about taking a long rest, or you can just push through. It's up to you. Let's take a rest. There's lots of them out here from our friend's description. Okay. Well, okay. 
this is, this is my plan. All right. Spellcasters, you guys take the first two bricks, right? So if we split it up, um, you know, like, uh, I'll take first watch, and then if Kane, and it's weird, I'll venture, because Dummy wants to take the, the next part, um, and then uh, that way you guys can get rested up, just in case anyone shows up in that amount of that time, because it's possible someone might show up, and we might just, like, hide here, uh, and, like, hang out. Kari goes into reverie while he's talking. (laughs) And then, (laughs) yeah, and then, and then, uh, and then everyone's, like, asleep, and he's like, well, okay, my paranoia will be unsound then. Uh, so... Hmm. Can I do a thing? see. What thing? Maybe. What would you like to do? Uh, it might not, it might not do anything. But Kari goes into reverie, and Glaz mm-hmm. sort of gets down like he's going to go to sleep, and he's sort of sitting, and then he scooches a little closer, and then a little closer, and a little closer, until he's just close enough, so he's next to Kari's bow. And oh, he to see if he can fit, to see exactly what brat. happened with the uh, with the, this, this uh, okay. Um, so what is the casting time on identify? Uh, I'm going to use a spell slot. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's one minute. Uh, yeah, it's one minute. It's one minute, not ritualistic. Even if Kari yet. notices right. Glass doing this, she's just going to pretend that she doesn't because she finds his childlike whimsy amusing. So even if she was, she just kind of like peek okay. one eye out and just smile. I was gonna say he's a he's a seven foot tall trollquin trying to <laughs> trying to subtly, subtly Indian style over. move himself across all right, the room. Um, while we're doing while we're we'll get, we'll get to all that in just a second. Uh, Cloak, I would like you to roll me an intelligence check, please. All right, my my super best uh, in skill. No, five. Okay, yeah, straight up. All right, so you guys are in the makeshift barracks room, right? Correct. With the door that I've made loud and hard to open, I guess right. there's still a so secret there are, door. So there are uh, essentially three sort of narrow but tall chambers connected by short hallways that make up this room. Um, and the middle chamber, which is where you guys are and where the beds are, is just piled with blood and corpses. So where are you guys actually going to hole up for essentially where are you going to make your camp? I would think certainly not with the corpses unless we throw them all over the barricade into the front room. Uh, you could do that. Or it, we could go to the front room because we've sort of barricaded this door a little. We've there, you know, I've made the door hard to open and easy to spot. So maybe in the front room, because I think everyone died in the middle room. Everyone died in the middle room. Uh, the front room is a little bit narrower, so it's going to get cramped, particularly with things like Puff Puff and a bear. Uh, well, if you go back, back into the back into the back one, that's going to be your most open space, and there's like no detritus and debris piled up in there either. So that's your that's most work. open space. Um, I think what what I'm going to do is uh, it's easy to move the beds. Um, at least at least the might, mattresses. You might need a little. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so yeah, what no I would problem. do is like take the mattresses and move them to the back room, and then move the bodies like out of view of the door, uh, because okay. um, and, like uh, he would like be like, okay, we'll sleep in this back room. Uh, I'll keep eye on the throne room just in case it quietly try to sneak in. But if they try to come in through the the one door that's barricaded, a we have the barricade. And B, um, it is, uh, it's kind of like a, a funnel. So, you know, if there's a lot of them, we can, they funnel in and we should kill them one by one, you know? 
I can do my ice spell as they come through the door. It will hit lots and lots of them. It will be a big frozen mess. See? We got them. <laughs> okay, so uh, so you guys are holding up in the backmost chamber, is that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Got it. And from the map, we know that actually there's two secret doors here, right? Uh, there is, he marked one secret door that you could see, uh, oh, right, in the south, through, which is, right. which is, which is the one you came through. Right. We also could stay in the th throne room because they, none of them like the throne room. I'm not sure I like the throne room either. It is kind of creepy. Well, we have the ghost with us, so it doesn't matter where we go. I guess that is true. Or, yes. What the... the we are settled here. Carrie's already the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. No way. But maybe look to see there's not another secret door, because you're good at that? Um, To the north? Up to that other room that he drew? Oh, yeah. I'm looking I at can, your actual I picture can... that I took the screenshot of, so I don't think yeah. I'm giving... I don't think I'm meta-ing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would... Uh, no, that's, that's reasonable. Uh, did he put a secret door there? He did not. He did not, but... I think it, we, it, from the map, we could intuit, because he said that the hallways and then enter from the side, it might make sense that, the, that there's, that basically you can go up the center or up the outsides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did say that he knows there's a door in the uh, eastern side of the Great Forge, which, you know, obviously that has to lead to a chamber, right? So maybe there are connecting secret doors, but if there are, he apparently doesn't know about them. Okay. Uh, so, so it yeah. would be an intelligence intelligence investigation check to, to search for the secret door. Okay, let me let me find my skill my skill sheet. And if you guys want to assist, you can give the uh, the acting searcher a uh, advantage. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad will assist. I mean, since he suggested it. Okay, uh, give me a second. Let me click advantage. What's your investigation? Uh, because uh, I oh my investigation. Oh, my investigation is plus a four. four. Okay, yeah, I so, I don't see any. I'm not. I don't know, Glass. Right, right. You should probably have Glass roll since he actually has an intelligence bonus. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's so, what I was getting so at. So it's me with advantage. Right. So Glass, yeah, you can roll with advantage. That is a twelve. Oh. A twelve. Um. So, uh, you poke around for a bit and you don't find anything interesting. Well, it was worth a try. I'm going to, uh, he goes, I'm going to just sit here and not not work my way over towards Takari's bow at all. <laughs> I thought you did that already. Oh, no, I have not done that yet. <laughs> that is yet to happen, I think. All right, so, so Kari, uh, while you're trancing in your reverie, sort of reliving your memories and, and searching through them, uh, re recall that you remain aware of your surroundings so you can hear everything these idiots are saying. Thump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so you all settle in for the night, um, and Glaz, you make your way over to the bow, and you can begin your chanting and tracing of your your uh, inscribed ley lines on your uh, on your skin. Uh, and chanting uh, very quietly. Oh, you're not doing it ritually; you're just casting the spell. So, yeah, just passing. Uh, so yeah, you. Uh, yep, no problem. Uh, okay, so after a minute of casting, your eyes glow with this bluish light, and you can see her bow sort of glows in response. Uh, you know that this thing is called the Bow of Vengeance. Ooh. It is a plus one magic weapon, and if the wielder is attuned to it, it will deal additional damage against a foe 
that is uh, is designated as the target of a grudge. <laughs> but uh, but something about the bow seems very strange, and you can tell as you're sort of getting this information, you can almost hear dwarvish whispering sort of uh, echo through your mind. So this is a very strange magic item. It's not normal. You've never really seen one quite like it. You suspect it might have something to do with the fact that this power was infused by an actual spirit. Uh, and you suspect that the spirit may actually be haunting the bow, so to speak. Ooh. And not cloak. Not cloak, as far as you can tell. So, uh, uh, cloak, 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 ah, cloak, yes. cloak, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> it, this, this bow, it's haunted. It's not just, it, it, the ghost haunted the bow. He's in oh, there now. A, oh, it's the ghost is in the bow. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll also give you, and he's you off. also learn something. Ooh. You also learn something else, Glaz. Uh, you learn the name Carthen Everforge. Carthen Everforge. Now, I'm just guessing here. This is just me. I do not know. I, there was a name. I heard a name. And I wonder if it's Carthen. Carthen Ever, Everforge. And remember, this is the halls of the Everforge. So I think that Carthen is haunting the bow and he's pissed off and he wants us to kill somebody. I, I imagine it's probably going to be Spencius or the dragon. Oh, I don't know. It could be almost anybody. No, it could be. But now now we have a ghost bow and a talking owl. This is getting crazy. Wait, so it's not possessing Kari. It's possessing the bow? It seems like it is just the bow. It did not seem like it was possessing Kari. It is in the bow. Okay, and what's that? And that was, wait, Carthridge? Carthridge. 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 Yes. Carthridge. All right, so who's taking which watch? I'm taking first watch. Okay. Who's on second? I'll join second since I only need four hours. Uh, yeah, Kari, you can you you have to. There's basically four watches over the course of a long rest, and you have to reverie through two of them. Okay. So yeah, if you want to take third, Glas I'll, can I'll take Glas can take second. Okay, Riordan. I'll take I'll I'll take, take last because Riordan Riordan's useless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind sleeping okay. in. Uh, if I, uh, if you insist, it's f- fine. Uh, <laughs> so first and second, uh, first and <laughs> first and second watches uh, pass fairly uneventfully. Um, at, at about that time, when I think Glaz, you were on second watch. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, when Glaz is going to wake, I believe Riodan, who is set for third watch. Uh, Curry, you kind of come to out of your reverie feeling refreshed. Your long rest is complete, and you gain all of your uh, recovery benefits for that. Uh, so you're awake as uh, Galaz wakes Riodan to relieve him. He settles off to sleep. Um, what, like, what are you guys doing while you're on watch? Where are you? Are you chatting? Are you... You puttering around with with weapons. What, what's what's your kind of routine? I'm attuning to my bow now that I know that that's a thing that I need to do. Uh, if I understand what attunement is. Well, uh, oh yeah, no, no, you you understand the concept of magic item attunement, sure. All right, so you can start doing that. Basically, you can you can attune as you can attune as part of a rest. So you could have done that even in reverie if you wanted to. 
Okay, well, if I was able to hear that and then do that, I would have started doing it immediately then. Yes, that would work perfectly. Thank you. Sure. Yeah, so basically, uh, Kari spent her rest sitting sort of cross-legged with her bow laying across her lap and just sort of running one hand along the limbs of it. Uh, and then you will, yes, uh, you will become attuned to the bow. So you know that the bow... So you know that you can designate a grudge as a bonus action once per day, and the bow will deal an additional 2d6 piercing damage against that foe. God damn! 2d6? What? <laughs> against a foe. I'm going to smart off to her, and she's going to be like, grudge. <laughs> is it an individual, or is it like a race? Or? It is an individual, oh. one creature, one person. You, you declare a grudge against them, and then the bow wants their blood. Uh, once per day, 2d6 bonus action can assign a grudge to Cloak. Got it. Ha! There you go. Alright, so Riodan, what are you doing during your time on watch? I'll have a chit-chat with anyone who is up and stroll around here and there, I suppose. So the only other person up is going to be Kari, uh, and she's going to be finished with her rest, so she's, you know, essentially watching along with you. And uh, so if you guys want to kind of talk quietly, you can, uh, and just sort of keep an eye on on the various things uh, going on. Uh, we'll say about 20 or 30 minutes into your watch, uh, you guys don't even need to make a check for this, thanks to Glaz's little trap. You can hear uh, a sort of crunk, crunk of stone grinding echoing down to you from the chambers of the makeshift barracks. And that's what I said to him. No, I'm not a gnome from... Hang on a minute. You hear that? <laughs> we should wake up the others. She nods uh, and goes and starts right. uh, poking the others. I, I wake okay. Cloak by putting a hand over his mouth. It's mm -hmm. in anticipation of noises coming out from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you quietly you quietly go around and wake wake your companions. I imagine I imagine Puff Puff is like woking me up. Like uh at this point, yeah. I mean Puff Puff was sleeping as well, essentially curled up next to Cloak. Mm -hmm. Uh but but yeah, Puff Puff will wake up as well and sort of uh sort of nudge at you. Do we have all our hit points back? You have not completed a long rest, so you're still at whatever state you were when you started it. Uh, so, you guys hear the grinding of stone as someone sort of shoulders the door open with uh, with some effort. Uh, it takes them a few seconds to actually get the door open, and you hear just sort of a grumbled curse I'm gonna have uh, my echo down ready, to you. Uh, for when they come through the door, treating it like a death hole if we're in danger. Or, is that what it's called? Death hole? Got it. Murder hole. Murder hole. Thank yeah. you. Murder hole. Yep. Death hole. Murder yep. hole. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so you hear you hear this sort of grumbling voice say, "Fucking slobs," and then like the sound of a chunk of stone getting kicked. Uh, you would, you would just see Cloak like rubbing his face like out of the door's view and uh just being going like and like kind of just mouthing just like wait for them to come in and then uh. Because uh, cause it will take him a second to find the bodies. So he would just be, like, waiting. So did you guys, like, hide the bodies at all? Or they oh, yeah. Just I, was, I, put, I, I put them make sure that they were out of view of the door. Yeah, right. like, so they're right. in the, the middle chamber, just uh, up against, like, the walls and stuff, like, where they would have to come in and... Right, so stuffed back in the corners, kind of maybe a couple of them are slid under the bunks, that sort of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, so after you hear this this grumbling uh, fellow come in, it sounds like there's another uh, grating of stone as he pushes the door closed again, and uh, and he he sort of goes, "What the fuck is wrong with this door? Hey, where are you?" And he uh, he comes forward, and you can hear him start to climb over the barricade. I'm waiting. I'm like, "Where are you, idiots?" And he shut the door. If you, yeah. Well, um, yeah, Kane's gonna draw his uh, his blade and get ready to uh, to basically knock this guy out. If you worthless asses want to get paid, you'll wait. Now, I, I attack him. What? Yeah, I throw a dagger. <laughs> I fire my bow. <laughs> I would like you guys to make a group stealth check, please. Yeah, let's do it. Group stealth. You were so good at that. Oh, I wrote a 15, one. sorry, I wrote in a wrong one. 17. One. Ooh, Glass, Glass is more stealthy than Cloak. I actually got a 15, but... 18. Okay. <laughs> Alright, has everybody rolled? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so what are our top three results? Um, a Glass with an 18. <laughs> yeah, I got a 15. All right, so we throw out Kari and Kane's, and I believe your guys' stealth check is a 15 for this purpose. Okay. The law of averages. Yeah. Strikes again. All right, so uh, he, unfortunately, is going to be surprised. So let's roll some initiative, shall we? Woohoo! All right. Um... <laughs> Not one for Glaz. I'm very quiet because I am not at all ready. <laughs> and it, all right, and, so uh, and he's not surprised, or he is surprised. He is surprised. Okay. Okay. So uh, twenty-five to twenty. Anybody? Uh, twenty to fifteen. Uh, seventeen. Rio Dan, is that oh, an eighteen, 18. for you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I was. Rio Dan, cloak. Kari's a fifteen. Kari's a 15. Cloak is a 17. Got him. Yep. Kari, 15. All right, 15 to 10. Uh, Kane's a 13. 13 is Kane. Uh, and who's left there? We got Glass. Glass is Where a you two. Glass is a two. Nice. Two, two, two on the initiative. Seven and a 12. Uh, the bear isn't really with it at the moment uh so it's kind of just waking up at the sound of commotion because it went to sleep also uh, so it is essentially going to be surprised as well it's five <laughs> glass is dead last all right rio dan you're first oh goodness i'm all through this how far away is he uh he is like at this point, because he came over the barricade, he's like uh, 15 feet away from you, thereabouts. I'll run towards him and stab him. All right, get him. <laughs> With a 12 to hit. A 12, uh, a 12 will not hit, even though he is surprised that he is wearing a thick leather with sort of metal uh, plates and studs riveted to it, and it uh, fouls your strike. Uh, okay, Riordan, Cloak. Cloak is next. Uh, I'm going to throw my dagger at him. Um, okay. Let me go to my 
remembering actions. Let's go actions. Uh, so this will be uh, throne. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Twenty-one to hit. Oh, that'll get him. Okay. Uh, so question: When if I'm throwing my dagger, um, does dueling add to that, or is that just in, in a, my shorthanded weapon? Uh, that is a good question. Let me check dueling real quick. I actually think it might. Uh, fighting style dueling. When you are wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons, you gain plus two bonus to damage rolls with that weapon. Uh, since you are not wielding it when it okay. is dealing damage, I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fair with that. I was kind of iffy on that, but yep. um, all right. Uh, let me roll this damage. Three damage, but I'm I'm getting uh, I'm getting I'm getting I have the Neheim saber out and uh, pulling that out right. and uh, getting up in his grill, and I'm like hi. Okay, uh, he is uh, sort of reeling back from the, uh, the the dagger blade that sliced across his cheek. Kari, your turn. I am going to fire my short bow at him. I haven't figured out how to put the plus one in here yet, so whatever this is, we'll have a so ten. Ugh. Plus one. Ten, unfortunately, is no good. Uh, your shot goes wide and clatters against the wall with another burst of that strange purple ghostly light. Do I... Have I seen any magic like that before? Um... I mean, hard to say. Uh, I mean, not not this particular sort of thing. Um... Do we have advantage? I should have asked at the beginning, but uh, as we're surprising and ambushing him, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Absolutely, yes. Like, so, uh, Kari, you actually could roll again because you have advantage. What about me? Um, you actually have to break hiding to get up to him, so no, unfortunately. Does a 19 hit this uh, time? An 18 will actually hit, Kari. Okay. A yes, a 19 will hit. Awesome. Uh, 1d6 plus 2 damage because it's a plus 1 bow, so 3 damage in total. Mm -hmm. Alright. I have marked an arrow off my character sheet. Nice. Does a 25 hit? Wow. Uh, if you're attacking with a rapier, you're not going to get damage, but since you both rolled two 19s, we'll just take it as is. So uh, go ahead and roll your damage. So there are three people up on him now. This is about the maximum of people in the, where he is with his back to the barricade. Oh. Oof. Damn it. These damage rolls, though. All right, so a, a flurry of, of cuts and scrapes. And uh, and and light glancing blows slash across this poor bastard. Has he got his weapon out yet? Uh, it it looked like he did draw some weapons when he saw the corpses. Um, so yeah, he has a scimitar and a dagger drawn. Damn it! Okay. Um, so that was Kane. So he, unfortunately, is surprised and will not get to take any actions. The bear likewise is surprised, but will start rousing itself from sleep. Puff puff. Go, Puff Puff, go. There really isn't anywhere for Puff Puff to get into there. Um, that's right. If Puff Puff can't make it up, that's fine. Yeah. Um, she's going to hang back for the moment and just sort of watch. Uh, Glaz, your turn. Uh, so Glaz is uh, going to first try to tap into this ley line to, uh, this, that he is so close to because it is a new and fun thing to do. Uh, which is a 13. That'll so do he, does, he does tap. Um and uh, it's still locked, correct? It is locked. Yeah. So yeah, it's not going to really help much because he's going to cast. Uh, he's going to cast a uh, chill touch. He reaches into the ley line and 
forces his hand down towards the ground, and let's see. Uh, that does not get advantage, does it? With the surprise, it's a it's a melee, it's a ranged spell attack. Yeah, you're essentially hidden. So yeah. Okay. So on an 18. All right. That uh, that ghostly, almost skeletal apparition, that effigy of Glass's hand reaches up out of the floor, and you can see almost this fiery red light pouring through it that just seems to seep out of the walls and pulse into this hand for seven necrotic damage. Yeah. All right, so the uh, he sort of gives this strangled cry as the uh, the hand grabs a hold of him, and you can see his wrist starting to, like, wither under its touch, and the hand is holding on. Riodan, your turn. Well, he's been rather annoying, so I'm going to try and stab him again with yes. my rapier. Because Get in him. fact, hmm, have I f- fully completed my um, long rest? No, you guys haven't. This is this was you were interrupted in third watch, so you've not completed your long rest yet. Great, so I might as well spell the rest of use the rest of my spells now. Um, <laughs> in which case, I'm going to use my inflict wounds on him. Oh dear God! Troublesome. Oh, you got him. So give me three d ten necrotic damage. Seventeen points. That's all right. So. Riodan uh, whispers a prayer to the red goddess and he lashes out with his hand. It's kind of, it looks like it's dripping blood from his palm, but the drops just sort of vanish as they fall away from it. And he slaps him like full on across the face. And you see that phantom blood smear onto this, uh, this kind of weathered and thickly bearded man. And he screams in agony as his flesh begins to split open and blood just pours out of it. So he has this massive rent down uh, the side of his face. It looks like he was in a car crash and just split open. It's, he's still um, up. <laughs> he's still up, oh, he is, but he is now bloodied. Cloak, your turn. I'm like, shut up, and I'm stabbing him. <laughs> um, let's, uh, all right, here we go. Ooh. Nine. Fuck, that's a bad roll. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't that stab one, him. he uh, he actually brings his dagger around and deflects your stroke. Okay. Uh, Kari. Still going to continue to stand in the back and fire at him with my short bow. I'm not going okay. to use the... Uh, uh, be aware that at this point he will have a little bit of cover because of all of your uh, your friends between you and he. But but yeah, you still can, you still disadvantage can fire Disadvantage then, right? No, okay. uh, he has a bonus to his armor class. He has half cover, so he has plus two to his AC. Okay, still going to get him, though. Come on. That is 11. That Oop. is not going to get him. 11 is no good. No, unfortunately. Uh, Kari, Kane. Uh, okay, uh, Kane, is, I'm going to try and uh, stab him again, because uh, we need to get this guy down. Uh, so. Right. This will be a... Yep. Nope. Nope, nope. Nope. All right. So as he uh, as he parries uh, cloak stroke with his left hand dagger, he brings the scimitar up and blocks yours and kind of has you both sort of blade locked. Yep. Uh, that's his turn. So he wrenches his blades free, and goodness gracious, uh, he's just taking punishment from every which away, huh? So he is going to. 
basically he's going to clamber back kind of uh, up the, the barricade a little bit, not get so far away that he's going to provoke opportunity attacks, but he like steps back on these little platforms that um, look like they were side, kind of step stools made for the kobolds to be able to stand up on so they could attack over the barricade. He kind of hops back up on those and has one foot on the top of the barricade and then just lashes out with a flurry of blade strokes. So he's going to put two scimitar strikes into Kane. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh, so one hit. Why am I showing two dice show up there? Uh, Kane, that second one is going to be a 12. I don't think that one's, no. that one will hit you. Um, I would like to, uh, I believe it's, yeah, blade lock. So basically I roll to see if I can beat his roll. And if I do, I can lock blades with him and stop. It's in the, uh, right okay. those, uh, additional rules provided yep. by the one. Yep. In the beyond. Yeah. Yep. In the beyond damage dice or the, uh, the weapon, the special weapon rules from the hero's handbook. Okay. What did he roll? In okay. So you can make your. I, I believe yeah, he rolled a 20, uh, 24 was his total. Oh, God. Okay. Yes. That, oh, wow. that will do it though. Damn. All right. Shit. So, uh, oh, baby. so you went ahead and, uh, that's my reaction. And, uh, yeah, successfully parried it. Right. I believe is what it does. Essentially. Yeah, it blocks essentially, the, yeah, it blocks the stroke. Them. Yep. Okay. Uh, so he, uh, kind of growls at you and drives his dagger up toward your throat, basically. And I'm going to burn one of my three banked natural 20s, and I'm going to crit you. Son of a... Dan's getting mad! Uh, so that is going to be a total of seven piercing damage. <sighs> yep. You, uh... You piss him, alright? <laughs> alright. Uh, so that's Kane. Uh, did did he move out? Did he out of, move out of cloak's threat range by chance? He did not move out of your oh, range. Okay. He kind we're of we're like, either side, gained a little. Uh, he gained a little bit of elevation essentially, but didn't move far enough back to to provoke. Okay. Uh, the bear uh, is going to let out a terrible roar and barrel forward, but I don't think there's much he can do. It's the worst he doesn't have reach. It's, it's, it's like a rawr. It's a terrible It's like roar. meh. Yeah, yeah it's, it sounds more like a goat. It's just, it's not it's not impressive. Uh, so he... Like a screaming goat? Yeah, so the bear now is like butted up behind you, Riodan, and it's like snarling and big ropes of its drool are just sort of splashing across your shoulder as it's trying to, to gnash closer oh to get to him, but it can't. You guys are in its way. Um, Puff Puff whines from the back. Yeah, you guys are all gummed up there. Um, Puff Puff will vanish in a, a spray of golden sparkles, will appear next to him up on the, uh, the barricade and try to bite him. Go Puff Puff. You get him, little good puppy dog. Uh, that is going to be a total of a fourteen, which is no good. He just sort of uh, pulls his, his leg out of the way and avoids the snapping jaws. Uh, Glaz, your turn. Um, having seen sort of this red fiery energy that's been imbuing his chill touch, uh, he is going to. Uh, I'm actually not going to tap into it. I'm just going to roll because. Uh, I don't want to possibly backlash this. So I'm just going to roll sure. uh, and going to cast a chromatic orb doing fire damage if I can hit. Okay. 
on a 23. Ooh, that'll that'll get him. Square in the chest. Damn. For 13 points of fire damage. Whoa. All right. He cries out in pain as uh, Glaz holds up a... Um, now, you have the diamond component for that, right? I believe that has a costly component. Uh, a 50, 50 GP diamond? Yeah, yeah uh, you, have, a... you, spin, you spin it, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not consumed each time. Right. Though. Right, but you have to have one. Uh, have you guys found or have you spent money to buy a 50 gold piece diamond? Because that one is costly. You actually have to You're have right, that. and I have not, so I cannot cast yeah. that. I'm sorry. Okay. I know you guys have found a few gemstones. I don't, I don't think we've found a diamond worth that much. 20 so, yeah. Oops, I totally didn't cast that. I lied. Um, okay. So, I can wit- uh, I think I can witch bolt, though. Uh, if you want to prepare a different spell, by the way, go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, because I have Witch Bolt prepared, too. So, I mean, I, we can do it as Witch Bolt. So, we'll just go ahead and use that for your attack. change out the damage. Yep. So, uh, yep. so give me a D12 lightning D12. damage, yep. I believe. Sorry about that. That's okay. So, five lightning instead. Five. I'm sorry. I All right. should have had that. That's okay. Track. And remember, uh, that's a concentration spell because you do some Harry Potter shit where you're like, oh, like shooting. Yep. No, that's yeah, yeah, he's, that. he's, yeah. Uh, he's, no, he's, he's palpatining this poor bastard right now. <laughs> he's holding out his hands and, and uh, these writhing bolts of lightning are just arcing into this guy. Actually, can we have it be again that's sort of going through the ley lines? Sure. Through the ground. All right, so he uh, he holds his hand out and lightning lances down from his hand into the stones. And then it runs in this strange pattern along the floor and walls. It looks almost like circuits and then lances out of the walls into the guy. We have to do this later, Glass. I want to see this and I want to take notes. <laughs> Rio Dan, your turn. I'm going to stab this man. Yes. <laughs> oh, I um, do so. Dan, do I still need that if I have a focus? Do I still need a diamond if I have a yes. focus? Okay, for Co- that one. I costly. Do. You still need a. If it costs gold, you got to have it. Okay, cool. Just double checking. I miss on a 12. All right. He, uh, yeah, he just sort of hops over your, uh, your rapier stroke. Whew. Cloak, your turn. Um, yeah, I mean, is there room on the barricade for me as well? Uh,. At this point, with him and Puff Puff on there, not really. But you could maybe hop up onto one of those other cobalt, those little cobalt steps, and so you could kind of half climb the barricade. Is that a thing with the, is, or is that halflings where they like they can uh, occupy a space uh, of a larger creature? Uh, they have to be, yeah. The, they have to be two sizes larger. Halflings oh, okay, yeah, can yeah, pass yeah. through. Okay. Um, yeah, I couldn't remember. Um, so, okay. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, yeah, get on those steps and, uh, uh, I'm going to, um, uh, stab at him. Um, and, uh, as the lightning's going on, I was like, that lightning looks so cool. Do you see how cool this lightning is? I'm sorry. I'm stabbing you, but yeah. (laughs) Um, I, that's a plus four. So that's a 20. Right. Okay. And then, uh, 20 gets him. Damage, 11 damage. Oh, my goodness. All right, so you rip open his uh, his calf through his thick leather boot, and blood is just pouring down it now. Right. Uh, cloak. Kari. I'm going to use one of my nat 20s, and I'm going to shoot him. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> so that'll be the three, only The only four, time Kari's hit something. Five, six, seven damage. Wow. With my net 20. 
okay, that'll work since you have plus one from your dexterity and plus one from the magic yes. magic damage, right? So the numbers the numbers work out. All right. Nine. Uh, the arrow catches him low in the side and buries into his uh, buries into his guts. Uh, it's Kari Kane. Your turn, sir. God damn this guy. Um, right. At some point, I need to figure out how to remove this antimatter rifle because it's just so tempting. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna spend one of my nat twenties to uh, to rapier this guy, um, sort of up through the chest, uh, if I can. So uh, if that's okay, I'd like to. All right. So I have nat ones. I'm gonna spend one of mine to cancel your twenty and force you to roll. Nice. See, and that's the way it's done right there. Yeah, he's he's figuring it out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not so much going to matter. You got him. Oh my god! All right, so you uh, you do manage to uh, to strike him in the chest. And, uh, and now you can hear him when he breathes. There's this cor- sort of awful secondary gurgling rattle coming from his chest every time he tries to breathe. <gasps> so that's his turn. Um, he is going to strike at Kane and roll in at one. Fantastic. Uh, he'll strike a second <laughs> time with his scimitar. Uh, that's only a 14, I think. Yep. God. Nope, I'm good. Rough luck, dude. And he's going to stab at you with his dagger, uh, and he will hit you for a total of 23 to hit. Is that against me again? Yep. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to... Yeah. going to try and lock him? Yeah. Uh, Spend your reaction. Okay. Oh! Oh, no good. (laughs) All right, so he actually gets you with the dagger again. Uh, This time he's going to get you with... uh, What is that? Is that a two or a four? I can't see. It's a four. Uh, so you're going to take another seven piercing. Oof. I'm on two hit points. Oh, no. Ooh. Uh, that's the bear still growling, and uh, it actually tries to sort of push Riodan out of the way. Rawr. Yeah, so are you going to let the bear, like, shove past you and, like, stumble off to the side, sure. or do you want to hold your ground? All right, yeah. so the bear sort of shoves you out of the way and strikes at this poor bastard with his claws and catches him right on the side of his head. You hear his neck snap, and he just drives him into the barricade. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Fluff and stuff. All right. So the, uh, the, the bandit captain sort of gurgles his final breath with this... A uh, pinkish froth bursts forth from his mouth, and he shudders and goes still. Hey, Ken, before <sighs> before he before he go, no drink his blood. Hurry up, drink it. He's like holding up his wrist. I <laughs> have but just a few moments. I could cast spare the dying on him, and perhaps we could have a few bit more information from him. Could you hold him down? I I could also do that if I wanted to. Ain't but nothing to spare. Do I don't? He is, but he is, yeah, he is dead, dead, dead. Oh, he's dead, yeah, dead, dead. Okay, he's completely dead. Uh, I'd like to drink from this. <laughs> All semblance of life has left him. So, uh, you you can drink from him, uh, Kane. I don't know if you're down any hit dice. Uh, uh, had you spent any? No, because uh, we just finished. Yeah, you didn't get touched you can, during the other. Yeah, battle. you can. You can recover spent hit dice by drinking a creature's blood. So I don't think that'll help you so much here. Um, 
Okay. In which case. But you guys are, you know, you guys are looking to finish a long rest, which will get you back up to fighting speed. All right. So uh, the the din of battle dies away, rude. and uh, yeah. I search his body. Let's see what he has <laughs> on him. <laughs> yes. yes. I, was, I wonder. I wonder Great if he was the captain. And if he has a lot of gold, I hope he has a lot of gold, and then we can split it up, and then we can buy all the things, Riordan, and go to the fuck house, and maybe pay for the armor that he that was gonna pay for, and then not gonna pay for. And last, we can go to the fucking library. We were supposed to go to the library today. Oh, well. I do not think gold <laughs> really is a good way to barter for things. I say, as I search the body. Sir, what on earth is wrong with that? He did not want to fight. Checking the captain over, uh, you find that he has a scimitar, he has five daggers, uh, you know, the one belt uh, sheathed at his waist, and then a couple more in, like, a bandolier, one in his boot. I'm taking the bandolier! uh, And one, and then one, like, at the nape of his neck, where he could kind of reach back and draw it from uh, from under his shirt and under his armor. Cloak is Uh, stealing He's wearing a suit of studded leather, and he has a a belt pouch, uh, kind of a largish one on the side that uh, has two buckles uh, instead of like a little thing that ties onto his belt. Uh, And it has sort of a heavy rattle when you pick it up. When you crack it open and look inside, you can see that he has 10 platinum pieces in there. That would be two platinum for each of us. That's true for each of us. That's untakeable. That's a... How can you Platinum is a perfectly so way to bargain. Gold is useless. <laughs> platinum is quite good. Okay, so go turn all your gold into platinum and then, you know, and then start asking for platinum when we take jobs when they offer us like five silver. And you're like, oh, I would like five platinum, and then they're going to laugh at your face. And then. Okay. Fine. <laughs> can I borrow your bearer for a pillow? <laughs> um. Hold on, and you see cloak. I'm going back to sleep. Again. Cloak, is, cloak is taking off the bandolier and like the hidden seat, and he's like putting the daggers on them, and he's like, ah, "Yeah, this is so cool." Oh, and I could be like, "Ha ha ha!" I'm a, oh, okay. So you're wearing the bandolier cloak? Is that what you said? Oh yeah. All right, so it kind of looks like, um, you know, when you see like a six-year-old put on their dad's clothes. It's like this one has his dad's belt sort of slung over his shoulder because this dude, this this guy was real beefy and it's just sort of like flopping and bouncing and every time he swings around it just sort of whips in this arc around him. Can I help him fasten it more securely? Uh, you will actually have to poke a new hole in the in the belt of the bandolier to tighten it that small, but yes, you can. <laughs> I, I, I don't you, tell Carly. him what I'm doing. I just come over, grab a dagger, stab it through and then Yep. Yeah, you motion. could take one of your, you have sort of a, I think the uh, the dagger that you keep in your hair is sort of a poignard. It's a very long, thin blade, so you can use that and drive it through the leather and create a new new hole for it. So then it'll cinch cinch down tight. So now you have a nice new bandolier. And he's like, look, look what I can do. And he takes one of the daggers and he puts it behind his thing. And he's like, yeah. I use the remaining bit of leather just for a moment to kind of yank him like you would a dog. Okay, it's it's, it's tight. Okay, thank you for your help, Jesus. So you have a little cloak harness, yeah. (laughs) All right, so uh, in the wake of that, you guys can uh, return to your rest and actually complete it successfully. Yay! Oh, hit points. I have no wounds. And my spells are back. Okay, cool. Glass snores as loud as And you recover, uh, if anyone has spent hit dice, you recover one. 
Uh, one. Oh, okay. And I, so, I have one hit dice. Okay, I got it. And so what? Yeah, if you had spent both of them, you recover. You recover half half your level in hit dice. Okay. All right. So uh, what now? Well, um, friends and onwards. Pets. Well, I guess I onwards in which direction? I, I, I guess guess the forge. I want to go to the forge. So that guy had the most money. What about the treasury? That's a good idea as well. Is it a better one to cut off this leader's head to show them, scare them all, show them that he's dead, and that we can kill anyone? That seems quite logical. I mean, that's what, if you yes. guys want to do that. Yes, it does. Uh, you carry around the head. I do. Okay. It'll unsheathe one of I, my I, swords. As, as, as you all sort of agree to this, or like, as, as the people agree, uh, Kane sort of, like, is standing up and uh, is in the process of sort of, like, cleaning his blade and checking himself over, and the bird turns and looks at you and says, May I remind you, they have a dragon. And like, as if like, just, just, just gonna point out, they have a fucking dragon. You try and intimidate that. You could, you go, guys. I believe in you. Perhaps we could bring the head of this one. If they were controlling the dragon in some way, we could barter with it. Tell them that we are the ones who have given it its freedom. You know that owl I is think very we should clever. chop off the head. That owl is super smart. All right, who wants to do it? Um, not me. I'm. I want to go I find the treasure. I also I'm not going um, to do it. I just just came up with the idea. I'm not actually going to cut off a man's head. Am I an animal? And and everyone, as everyone's talking, uh, Cloak attempts to stealth away, which he doesn't do well. Um, I don't think he manages to stealth away. <laughs> like, everyone sees Cloak just sort of slinking out. Oh, yeah. Where? Which way are you headed? Uh, I was going to go down the secret entrance into the throne room. Okay. Uh, to peek out okay. the door. Um. I'm sorry. I'm chopping the head off at this point. Where are you going, Claude? And then Glass, don't, of course. Don't separate God. the party. We want to stay together. There is a dragon. What? A dragon's not in the hallway. Okay, I'm going to go to the other doors. And I, he might well, be in the try hallway. To I don't know. I'm going to try to peek through the door as you guys try to behead this person. Uh, I'm halfway through and, it. And, <laughs> I'll yeah, join you because off, that makes go. me sweeter. Harry's doing it. Good. <laughs> so yeah, me and Glass are going to the to the other door, like the the buddy cop movie. That I watched Carrie cut off this head and provide her uh, instructions on how to do so, which are completely useless. <laughs> it's a little bit more off the top. So <laughs> yeah, this is sort of gruesome business trying to do it with a short sword. Um, it's very much not set up. Uh, it's very much not set up for this sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're basically watching her saw her way through this dude's muscular neck and then, uh, and then you know, trying to deal with the vertebrae when she gets to the neck bone. So it's just kind of a horror show in um, that barracks room right now. Clay, uh, uh, Clay, so <laughs> Kane, Kane, just touching. Kane, Kane will walk <laughs> over, like, once she's done most of the messy work, see what a mess she's made of it. And uh, I'm going to literally, like, drag the body over so its neck is against any corner of any piece of stone and I'm going to curb stomp his spine and just snap his head off All like, right. as I pull up there at the same a, time and I'm going there's a sickening tearing snap and the uh, the poor bastard's head pops free and rolls over to Glass's feet how you do. <laughs> just staring up at him with this sort of oh no I'm not in the room I, I would have I would have vomited I went with oh. I went with Clark <laughs> yeah no me, me, me and Glass left 
Brahma. Okay. Brahma. So you two, you two are peeking out into the main hallway, I believe. Yeah, from said. the throne um, room yeah. into the main hallway. So the throne room are are way. Um, it, it, it doesn't have that same feeling that it did the first time you came through. It you don't hear any whispers. You don't have that like creepy feeling like there's icy hands just about to grab the back of your neck. It just sort of seems like an old empty chamber. I tell you that car thing. And you uh you open. Oh, yeah, I, was just, I was just, exp- I was just, I tell you that Carthen is in that oh, yeah. right now. He is not in this room anymore. Oh, no, no. I right, 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 right. I totally believe you, man. I don't, like, it, it feels so much like oh. it's not a heavy or like someone's watching you or purple. Um, Unless Carthen is in the owl. Okay. So, Cloak, <laughs> you crack open the door and you look down the main hallway. As you open the door, hot air just sort of rolls into it noticeably warmer than it was even yesterday before you slept. Uh, Uh, And you look down, uh, down the main hallway and you can see this sort of uh, ruddy light, barely managing to peek out in the edges of the double doors. Uh, But you don't see anyone else in the hallway. Okay. Uh, Even if I roll perception, Uh, I'll give it to you. The hallway is empty. There's no one hiding there. There's really not any, feasible place for them to hide the, okay. the statues aren't that big um yeah no it's it's you watch for a little while you're certain it's it's clear at the moment um okay uh the hallway's clear so so do we have a plan i the only thing i i was thinking i could be very helpful maybe um if we go in there i could try to put a bunch of them to sleep well if there is a dragon in there i doubt that will work not the dragon control. i'm talking about i'm talking about all the kobolds Oh, yeah, no, put them in the fucking seat. That would be great. That's what I was thinking. I mean, we could try it, but treasury. I mean, we can go find the treasury right now. Uh, And then, um, but I'm afraid other people are... Did I somehow miss that part? No, you were... He, it was when we were doing the interrogation, and you were kind of in the corner, just like... Oh, da, got da, you. Da, and you were playing with Pop Puff, and then, like... Well, I, I, you know, I'm just very persuasive. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's, we can get the other ones. Car is like dead set on the, uh, going into the, just walking in, uh, the front doors, which I'm not really a fan of. I'd rather, you know, go around because there's secret doors over there. You know how fun secret doors are. Yes. That's all right. Uh, quick pause, quick, uh, quick pause on, on you two. The rest of the party, what are you guys doing in the, uh, now the charnel house that is the central chamber of the makeshift barracks? I'm finished my round of applause. <laughs> I'm staring angrily Bravo. at Kane for being one up. You learn a lot from Kane, Gary, when it comes to cutting off heads. Kane sort of just shrugs, and the owl simply says, "I was a bounty hunter, a head hunter. Remember? See what you did there." Did detract from the overall Kane just looks at you like, like as if to say, "See what? What? What do you mean? What I did?" Then the bird just nods. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, So, are you guys doing anything else other than just collecting the head, or uh... can we bag the head somehow? Those two before they get themselves killed. Oh yes. Uh, Yeah. Like you can find bag. You can find uh, like a a burlap sack in the uh, the barracks chamber. Okay, I will. Uh, I will head. I keep one handy at all times. I know this is my uh, head bag for life. <clears throat> Very fashionable. 
She says as she drops the head into the bag. Cle- clearly having enough of these two damp here. <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys catch up with uh, the other half of your party who have left the room. Oh, looky, there they are. Oh, how? All right, so uh, so you two, your companions, come tromping through the secret door in the back chamber of the throne room and uh, and re- rejoin your august presence. Oh, hey, um, so we're going to go across the hall into those rooms and look for the secret doors and then sneak into the forge. You guys down? That sounds like a good plan. So do okay. we go up all the way to the farthest door on the left, or do we... Try to go into check all these rooms before we move forward, before we go all the way. Let me, let me look on the, um, so is there secret doors all the way up into the forge? Um, on the left or western side of the chambers, it looks like there are. Uh, again, his map is somewhat crude, but it looks like there's a path through secret doors from room to room all the way up into the side chamber that will lead you into the west door of the great forge. Uh, you know that there is at least one other chamber on the east side that would, would have been just north of where you guys camped that uh, you haven't checked yet. And presumably there's a door, there's another chamber up there too, because there's a door in the east side of the forge. But the treasury is on the, the west side, correct? The treasury, where he pointed out that the kobolds apparently uses some sort of treasury, that is the uh, basically the southwestern corner. Okay. You said the kobolds. There, this is their kind of treasury room. If you guys want to go for that, you guys want to go for that? Do you want to go for the treasury? Do we want to? We we don't want to go up and look at the ley line in the dragon. Glass says very disappointedly. (laughs) What if there are spell components in the treasury room, Glass? As long as we make it up there eventually, maybe there's something good. You got that? You got a bow with a haunted guy inside of it. He's old dead guy who's haunting your bow. Maybe we will find something just as cool. Uh, but yeah, but Kari pretends to look shocked at this information. Maybe. Oh right. Oh yeah, yeah you have a ghost a, haunted bow. There's a dead guy in your bow. Um, mm-hmm. I had no idea. I think you are pulling my leg, pulling my tusk. She reaches up and kind of like gives it a little bit of Honking a wiggle. Honking my tusk. Honking my tusk, yes. <laughs> uh, uh. Um. Uh, Glaz will take this uh, moment to go ahead and cast mage armor on himself because we are doing scary things and boink. All right. There's a, a bluish shimmer that sort of settles over Glazishin's shoulders and chest and then vanishes. Um... Now I would make my way across the hallway. Okay. You make your way across the hallway. Uh, and there is another one of those stone doors waiting for you. It's uh, it's perhaps 10 feet closer to the main entrance, uh, but essentially right across from you. Okay. Um, can I... So the, the doors are kind of offset a little bit from each other. Can I south open the door or roll perception to see if I hear something? Uh, sure. You can make a wisdom perception check with disadvantage. Okay, hold on. Before I roll that, let me click disadvantage. Okay, goodbye, dice. Here we go. Fuck. Oh, womp womp. Sounds clear. Okay. Uh, then he would stealth open the door. And now, if you, if you want to carefully open the door, you can go ahead and make a dexterity self-check. Mm-hmm. Twenty. 
20. All 20. right. So you manage to uh, to carefully pull the door open just enough for you to peek in, and there's just this faintest whisper of sound that doesn't carry more than a, a foot or two away from the door. So peeking in, you can see that there are crumbled ruins of stone furnishings uh, that once adorned this room, and most of that rubble is just sort of swept up against the north wall. Uh, the room itself is about 15 feet deep and then about 20 feet wide. And mm -hmm. uh, there are frescoes on this wall showing uh, dwarves entertaining visitors with uh, song, music, and um, like bowls of, of food and great uh, tankards and glasses. However, you uh, immediately hear some soft chattering. Uh, issue forth from inside the room and as you watch just this tiny little sliver that you can see through you see uh, a few kobolds sort of wander into your view past uh, past the door and what are they, what are they doing out the, uh, I've, uh, it looks like uh, messing with their weapons like one of them is badly sharpening its dagger uh, and then you, uh, as you watch and wait, since the, uh, you were, you were stealthy enough to, to not draw any attention to the door, you can, uh, see in the far side, uh, there is a, uh, lantern sitting on the ground, uh, because there are some humans over there as well. And they're seated around the lanterns and, uh, they're, uh, just kind of talking quietly to each other. Um, but you can't really make out what they're saying. Okay. Uh, I would I would quietly uh, shut the door, and then look at mm -hmm. them and be very quiet. Like two cobots, two cobots, and two humans are inside, and I see that they're holding the head, and I was like, "Do you want to intimidate them? I don't, or what, how do you want to go about this, or just murder them?" Uh, so one thing I will say, Cloak, you're pretty sure there were more people in there than the ones you could see. That's just what you could see in the tiny little yeah. sliver of view that you had. I, I heard more, but I don't know. I, I only could see a little bit in there. We also have a bear. You said you said that it was a very small room. Yeah, but it sounds like there were some more people in there. I don't know who's in there. There could be like, two humans and a bunch of kobolds again. Or... Um, no, I was saying for us to get the bear, a dog, and all of us inside of there with all of them, it is going to be just a big old... Uh, it's going to be a big mess. Which sometimes is good. Yeah, um... Yeah, could be. Is there is there a secret passage into this room? Uh, so if you look at the crude map that the, uh... That the, the, the man scrawled for you, it looks like if you were to go in the next door up, so the middle door on the left side of the hallway, there would be a secret door down into the treasury. Okay. Um, why are they? Is there a secret room in the, or a secret door in the room that we're in front of? Yes. Okay. Also leading so into the So they must know about that. Well, of course they know about that because he knew about that and he was like a peon, so. Mm. So. Maybe, okay. maybe we try to sneak in the far room from the next room up? I mean, we could. Um, sort of go around our elbow to get to our asshole. Yeah, um... The question... There might be more people in that room. Well said. Um, <laughs> it's a wild magic search for Kane's bear as well. <laughs> from before. Okay. 
Let's see what happens to the bear. Yes. Okay. Uh, what? It's four slash five. D one. Boosh. Oh, it's the classic. It's three right. nine two four. Oh, that, that old chestnut. chestnut. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing because it's on a pigeon. Oh, an oldie! So, not on a pigeon, it's on the bear. When next struck by magic, the bear is carried aloft by pigeons. <laughs> when the bear gets struck by magic, okay, carried aloft by pigeons. I know, I want to see that. Gotta respect but it. He would, he would look at all, because you guys are holding the head of the captain, I imagine. Um, In a bag. In a bag. Do you guys want to intimidate the humans, or what do you want to do? No, I, honestly, I just wanted the head. Oh. Um, I just wanted. I just convinced him to cut it off so that we could scare someone. I just wanted it. I thought it might be a nice mantelpiece ornament. <laughs> okay. Um, Remind well, me never to what, visit what, your what? house. I, I, I love... Okay. You've already been to the fuckhouse, darling. <laughs> Okay. Um, Kane, Kane just do? nods to glass. Not my inner sanctum. <laughs> what was that, Josh? Uh, Kane just nods to glass. Like, would you say not visiting his house? I'm like, yeah, like rolls his eyes, just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the plan, guys? I say we I up, up around. The bear. Up and around. Up around. Good. What car is that? The old one too. We don't really want to fight more people, do we? Especially if we're going to the forge. What did Kari say? I think we should send in the bear first. <laughs> Throw in the head, send in Fair. the bear, close the door. Let let nature do what Kari it does. Kari nods like that's I a real... Yes. <laughs> I don't want the bear to die. They might kill the bear. Kane defensively puts his hand, his hand against the bear's flank, like... Having sort of spent quite a lot of time next to the bear and uh, like scratches it just on its haunches and is just like shakes his head about sort of carelessly throwing its life away. Um, Cloak, Cloak would like be like, hold on, one sec. And then he would uh, go up to the other door and then like try to like also peer in to see if anyone's in the upper room uh, sure. or the room further down the hall. Okay, so you're going to go into the, the next door up that you think has a secret door into the treasury room. So, yeah. which would be the, the middle room on the left side. Okay, so you're yeah. going to carefully open the door. Go ahead and make me another dexterity stealth check. Uh, that's survival. Uh, here we go. 20. Ooh, another, good, another good roll. All right. Uh, yeah, so you very carefully open the door and peek in. Uh, from the little bit you can see, uh, you can see some stone tables and chairs um, several of which are cracked and smashed and just sort of lying in these like mm -hmm. broken heaps. Uh, and you can see at the far side of the chamber what looks like um, uh, there's these hooks sort of sunk into the wall and there are like pots and pans hanging from it. It looks like you're in a, a dining area, possibly with a kitchen. And that's that's all you can see through the crack. Can I can I roll a perception that's here? If anyone's like cooking or in there, uh, uh, it, it, like, inside it is dark and you don't hear anyone or anything. Okay. Um. I, I like kind of close the door again. I was like, guys, I don't think anyone's in this room. We can we can sneak into the treasury. 
I have a quick mechanics question for you, uh, Dan. Lay it on me. So, like, Ice Knife, and I'm just looking at this sort of lower room of the map, you know, that we have. You know, mm-hmm. does that, does Ice Knife after Explodes basically cover nine squares? Because everything within yeah. five feet. So if I hit, if something was in the center yep. of it, Ice Knife would basically hit anything. And so if there's potentially six or seven people in a room that's that small, an Ice Knife hit a lot in the of middle, them, yeah. of, that's going to hit a lot of them. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm all for avoiding the fight, but if we do decide to do that, we could. I could throw a knife in there, let it explode, then just put the bear in there and close the door, and it's it's bear sickles for everybody, <laughs> for pu- for puffin stuff. I'm just imagining throwing the head into the chamber and the bear running after it, and then closing the door and bear sickles. I mean, I would want to go in there with the bear. I don't. Oh no! I think we I just, just stay I up just... here and make sure no one comes out. I will weaken them all. They all get hit with ice. Get a nice frozen treat for puffin stuff. Okay. If so we want to kill them, I'm I, all for just going around. I would look at Kane because the bear's been hanging out with Kane, and I just look at Kane. I was like, "Let's go, man." I wouldn't do that to fluff and stuff, but that's that's me. Kane shrugs, draws his sword, looks at the bear, and uh, Kane just like he he's looking at the bear and like having like a mo- that moment where he's locking eyes. But the mm-hmm. owl turns to all of you and says, "Why one predator when two are available?" And Kane turns and just shows his teeth. I'm going with the bear. Fucking, you can all wait out here. Kari feels challenged by the whole predator uh, statement that he has just made and kind of feels the need to join in the hunt immediately. I will go with you. I mean, okay. Uh, and then, Glass, if you want to throw an ice knife in there, and then me and Riordan can try to sneak up the, the top way around. Well, I, I was going to say, yeah, I'm going to just... Quick question, can Riordan shoot... Do I know? Like, I would have spent time... I do have a bow. I have used a short bow before. Okay, in which case, like... I do have some spells yeah. as well. So, I, like, Kane just points to himself, Kari, and the bear, and, like, with a short, sharp gesture, gestures for them to go through the door first, and then points to you three, and just... So are, are you guys are you guys making a plan to storm the apparently empty kitchen, or are you scrapping that and saying let's run in there and crack some heads? So, as far as I understand it, Glaz is gonna ice dagger into the small room, uh, the the one that they're all standing in front yeah, of. I'm gonna start. And then Reardon and I were going. That's not yeah, the empty and then, kitchen to be clear, right? Correct. That the is not the empty room. kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a small room. Um. And then the well, we the other out. of us are gonna go uh, sneak the other way around, uh, and uh, I guess flank. Well, if what, you guys want to do that? But anyway, so I mean, I mean, I don't think that we should split the party if we're gonna attack these guys. But I'm just saying, I don't let's think so either. let's go in there okay. and let's let's go in there with a plan to finish it as conser- as quickly and spell conservatively as possible. That's what I'm trying to do is make it because. Th- we're not going to get another long rest before the forge, I don't think. No. Um, 
So, so I'm, I'm if we're just that, burning spells wanna... here, we're going to be in trouble for the forge. Which is why I was suggest I was suggesting bows and me carry and uh, the bear up close, and you guys use bows and cover us. I got the I got All the right, sling. I got out my bow. I got a sling, so yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I, if you guys want to do that that way, and then um, yeah, so Clark, let's let's throw. So. I guess we need to stealthily open the door again, and Glaz needs to throw an ice knife in there to let it explode. Okay, so you guys have decided to screw the stealthy approach, and you're basically, or like the trying to sneak in the back way to the treasury, and you're going to kick in the front door yeah. and try to ice knife all these poor bastards. Right. So, I mean, I, what I want to do is like okay. open the door just through a crack so I can see, because it's a who you can see is how ice knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Toss it. Hopefully, get someone who's close to the center. Of, I think it's a yeah. Create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. Basically, to do that, you're really going to have to open the door to the point where it's not really stealthy anymore. Okay. Um, uh, if you want to get toward the like central, uh, okay, section yeah, of the room where you can hit the most there, people. Yeah, exactly. If you just want to find anyone and throw it and, and hope it works, you can do that much. No, I'll much take. More I think because again, but, you get sixty feet of movement. Uh, Glass will mm-hmm. basically take a step in, throw. Back the heck out, let the bear and let the bear follow right in. Can we still try to get the jump of? So, how we do this when you throw in, they have to disperse because that's what happens when you get shot at in the center. They're gonna disperse outwards. Uh, like Kane will signal for Carry the bear and him to all go down the right side. If we kill one side of them, and the guys at range fire entirely, entirely on the other side. That's the easiest way to just absolutely cause hell. I think it's like kind of a SWAT team. Someone slams open the door. Glass goes in, shoots his ice knife, sneaks back, you know, then zips back around outside into the hall. Then yeah. the, like the, stu- team like jumps, the team jumps, the team goes in. Really yeah, hurts. it's totally like we're like, is Glass is like all plan. set with his ice knife ready to go. Go, all go, right. go, go. Well, <laughs> let's, uh, let's have you guys make me a uh, group stealth check to see if you can get the drop on these guys. And then we'll roll initiative, which will screw up absolutely every plan ever. Every plan ever. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I was well. gonna say, watch Glass roll a one on his. Twenty-three. Good thing I'm up by the other door. Six. Oh, there we go. It's a sixteen for Glass. A twenty-three for Kane. For uh, all right. A eighteen for Ria. So I see eighteen, sixteen, six, twenty-three, and seven. that three should have a modifier. Seven. All right. It's so the seven, six. Yeah. So the six and the seven are going to get tossed out, and your guys' stealth uh, result is a 16, so you will, in fact, get the drop on that entire room worth of D-bags. Woo! Entire room worth of D-bags. Now initiative. Of course it is. Of course it is. That can be arranged. That can be arranged. You know what? This is important. (laughs) Glass is going to use a nat. Can I use a nat 20 on initiative, Dan, or do you want me to roll for it? You may use your nat 20 however you like. I'm going to roll my nat, yeah, use my nat 20 in order for Glaz to not screw this up. For once, he's not going to be the big dumb trollkin <laughs> who messes up the plan. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so I will use a 20 on my uh, okay. initiative. So I have an 18. And a, ooh, good initiative for my guys. Let's see if they live the round. Uh, ooh, Kane with a nat 20. Yeah. 
The majority Man, that's of a high initiative all the way across the board. I'm glad I used the 20. Swift boys. Yeah. <laughs> 16. All right. So who's over 20? I know we got a couple of them. I'm natural 20, 21. So you're a 21? Who else is uh, uh, 25 to 21? I'm a 24. 24. Okay. So we got a 24 cane. Uh, hang on, let me check for the bear, because that's part of the, the plan here. <laughs> the bear has a 10. An integral part of the plan. <laughs> Always evolves around the bear. And Puff Puff, I believe, is going on 13. All right, so 24 cane, 21 glass. Anybody else over 20? Uh, Me? Nope. All right, cool. Uh, all right, 20. So 20 to 15. Who else we got? Uh, I'm 18. Got an 18. Uh, all right. Kane, uh, sorry, <coughs> Riodan and Kari are both 18? Yes. Who would like to go first? I will go... What? Yeah, ladies okay, first. <laughs> Wait, what? Kari first. <laughs> Riodan. Uh, <laughs> I will get all right. <laughs> no, 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 no. 16. Uh, 15 to 10. 10 to 5. Where's Cloak in all this? I'm 21. Yeah, what is that? Oh, okay, I missed that in the in the hullabaloo. Oh, okay. So, uh, Glaz is going to go 21, but before... Oof. Oh my god, sorry. Everybody good? I'm Everybody good. alive? I just felt water on my computer! No! <laughs> Don't joke about that here! Don't joke about that here! Yeah. <laughs> Your panini maker That's doing a... okay, Will? Whew. Oh god. Hey, Oof. I has made at least three paninis <laughs> since we started this game. I'm happy with it. The panini output is All right, so, uh, so first up... <laughs> it's just... First up is Kane on 24. Okay. Um, I'm going to wait until the ice knife goes in. So All right, so do you want to maybe, like... So uh, I, are you planning to hold? go... You can't can hold I your hold whole turn. Hold? You can ready to use your movement or an action. Uh, okay. Um, I will, Bow, right? Yeah, yeah. I, no, no. I'm gonna. I, I'll have my sword drawn. I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna get straight. Your, in. Yeah, your plan is to get in there and mix it up. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're just gonna basically hold and wait. Yeah. All right, so Glaz, that's you. You're gonna you're gonna throw the door open and chuck an ice knife in there. Yep. So you see a fair number. Basically, this room it's not like uh it, like more people could get in there and move around, but it would be uncomfortable given how many kobolds and 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 brigands are in here. Uh, once fights get get kicking up and people are swinging their arms around, that room is basically packed. Yeah. So yeah, so no, target-rich environment is what I yeah, would call I it. And uh, as... the the humans and the kobolds have kind of like polarized. The humans are in the northern half of the room. The kobolds are in the south. Uh, yeah, I I aim for whoever's most center. Uh, you know, most center square. Uh, so uh, most center. Do you want to hit? So who would you like to hit with more splash damage? Do you want to hit more humans or do you want to hit more kobolds? I want to hit more. Kobolds, because we had a lot of kobolds. That just gets rid of a number okay. of attacks against us. Okay. So if you chuck the ice knife at one of the kobolds in the middle, 
you think the explosion will hit all of the other ones and some of the humans. Awesome. That's the plan. Then okay. do so, sir. Um, uh, you have advantage on this attack. Okay. Because they don't know you're coming, and uh, you were hidden behind the door. Let's go. That's an actual natural natural That's a 20. critical hit. Uh, Woo. Damn. All right. Oh, so uh, give me double double dice on that poor bastard kobold. So that's first, yeah, for the one that I actually hit. So that's 2d10. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, it's only four damage on uh, on, the, right. on the first one who got hit, but then everybody takes the uh, the 2d6 that's coming Splash. up, which would be 46, right? Because uh, it's doubled. Uh, yes. No, uh, only... That's not part of the attack. That's a separate thing. So you double the you double the two d ten, and then the splash damage they have to make a save against. That's separate. Right, right. So but that just does normal. Okay, so it doesn't it doesn't double the splash. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That the splash does not double. Uh, man, I got crappy rolls. Uh, so the only yeah, three rough rolls. Yeah. Oh well. And they have to make saves against that. Yeah. Yep, they do. And uh, and what's my, your save DC? My save is it's a deck save a twelve. 12? Okay. Is that right? So looks like eight, nine, ten. That doesn't sound right. I'm guessing. No, I only have a plus two on intelligence, so it's eight plus two oh, plus two. Well, then yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Twelve it is. Uh, okay. So several of them pass and only take one point of damage. Uh, and a couple of them take full. Uh, Ugh, that was awful. Yeah, that was a little rough. Oh well, hey, dice. So they happened. Ten. Yep. Ten. Cobalt. The first one took four, so he's not looking good. Well, you know, uh, flavor-wise, you were saying it's much warmer in here, so maybe the crystals uh-huh. melted a little or something. I don't know. Yep. Okay. So uh, you have a whole bunch of frostbitten kobolds and one with a, a chunk of ice that just exploded in his chest, and he's, like, rocking back on his heels, kind of panting. <laughs> On his, uh, on his last runs legs. back out of the room. All right. Okay, Cloak, you're up. Uh, so with those kobolds, uh, they're all still standing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the one, so the one glass hit. He's like, he's like, has an ice dagger in his uh, like chest, and he's like freaking out. Well, he has a hole in his chest now, as the ice dagger exploded and sent shards out all around him. And uh. Uh, he would uh, then uh, get in an angle where he like pulls the dagger out from his uh, the the bandolier that he's got, and uh, he fucking chucks a fucking uh, dagger at him um, to take out that one. And then he would also uh, bef- when I roll this, I'll roll this and kind of explain what I'm doing. Um, does a fifteen hit him? Oh yes, it does, and that will slay him. All right, for six damage. I was like, oh, Glass, you got him. Yeah, you did it. And then, uh, and then, but he would also be like, okay, Pep, Pep, we'll wait back here. If anyone runs out, we'll take care of it. Uh, And then, um, and, but then he would also keep an eye on the other door down the hall. Okay, no problem. Uh, That is Cloak. So that brings us to the kobolds who are surprised, milling about in terror and pain. Kari. Uh, can I name one of them as um, I have? How many people are in front of me right now? 
uh, from our party. Uh, so you can, uh, from the party. Um, there's just the bear. Yeah, there's a few people near the door. Okay. Uh, there's a few people near the door, but you, you essentially have a clear shot into the room right now because nobody's run in and people have kind of backed off. Um, it, would this count enough for a grudge for my bow for one of them? Um, I mean, you could use that power now if you wanted to, but remember, you can only do it once a day. Hmm. Okay, I'm just going to take a regular shot in at them then. At a kobold or one of the one of the human bandits? Uh, one of the kobolds first. Okay, shoot him. That is a 11. Does that hit? Uh, I don't think it does, unfortunately. That is okay. No, it doesn't. My true powers don't come from attacking. I will heal you all once you're dead. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, so that was Kari. Ryodan, your turn, sir. I cast Bless on my friends. Uh, Cloak and Glaz and Kane, Because Kari is healing things. Probably won't need it. Alright, Cloak and Glaz and Kane, you are blessed. Remember that you get to add D4 to your saving throws and attack rolls. As long as Riodan... Blessings of the goddess Marina upon you. Boy. Yeah, and as he says that, you're... Uh, I dive back in yeah, as he, yeah, he comes out and says that, and his <laughs> eyes flash red, and your hearts kind of double time for a moment, as uh, I seem to have a goblin running around in my background. Go to bed. <laughs> That's a goblin's response. (laughs) The bandits are surprised, so they do nothing. Uh, Puff Puff, you told her to stay back, so she stays back. The bear was given no such command, so it charges forward, uh, squeezing itself through the door with a great screeching of claws on stone, and tries to get itself a piece of cobalt. And it critically bites the head off of the first one. (laughs) There's a sickening crunching sound and the body just goes into spasm as the bear flings it over to the other side of the chamber. Uh, And it strikes with its claws, pushing farther into the room, killing a second kobold. So the bear has now shoved its way uh, almost to the back wall. That's top of the order. That's going to be Kane. Um, okay, I'm in the. I'm up close and personal with these guys. Um, I'm going to. How injured are these guys looking? Like, is there one specifically? I'm looking at one of the kobolds as well as the others. Uh, um, so there are two kobolds remaining. They look like they just have like a, a, a little spray of frost kind of on the side of their faces, uh, and okay. you can see a few of the human bandits look like they were caught in the. Um, in the burst of uh, cold as well. Yeah, I'm going to go for one of the kobolds. Um, as they have been calling out in pain, have I understood any of their cries out? Um, they haven't really said much just beyond screams and grunts. So uh, nothing. there's been nothing intelligible said. Okay. Uh, in which case, I'm going to go for a stab against one of them for a 15 against the kobold. Yep, you got it. Give me some damage. Fantastic. Oh, Oh, it was on the seven, and then it rolled. Uh, that's a five. Even as it is, that is enough. You run him through, and he slumps dead to the floor. Okay. Uh, I will turn to the next one, look at him aggressively, and wait to murder him, or for him to be murdered before me. Radio. Uh, all right. Glaz, your turn, sir. So, yes, I am going to uh, do my... Um, uh, on one of the humans, I would like to cast... My chill touch, I 
point down at the ground. Okay. And that is an 11. A d4. You get a d4 to that. Uh, plus a d4 yep, to that because I am blessed. Yes, so, 14 blessed. on a human. Uh, thanks to the blessings of Morena, you do indeed manage to reach up with the energies of the ley line and strike at the life of this bandit. Awesome. Go ahead and give me some damage. Damage. Ooh, with an eight, can we say it? Blood comes like it's almost like blood comes out of the the hand out of the ground this time since Lorena gave it to helped me out. Uh, yes, yes. It looks like you can see sort of blood running through this withered, bluish spectral apparition of your own hand that rises up out of the ground, and it uh, reaches up and just sort of draws the blood out of this this uh, bandit through his eyes and nose and he just gurgles as and kind of goes into this spasm as you watch just blood pour from his body into the hand and that just kind of vanishes and his body collapses to the ground dead blood for the blood goddess your your mistress is scary Ryan. all right um that was glass cloak your turn um, so how many kobolds are left? Uh, there are two kobolds remaining. And I can't, I probably can't see them because of the bear is like, uh, like you could move into the room. Like you can kind of see where the bear shoved them. Uh, the bear is kind of in the back corner now and the kobolds are sort of sprawling and pushed up against, uh, kind of invading the human space on the other side of the room now. And there are just corpses littering the path that the bear took. Uh, and there's about three humans left, correct? Uh, there are four humans left. Okay. Um, all right. So he would, uh, ooh. he would stay out there because he doesn't know if anyone's going to come bursting out uh, of the other doors. So he wants to have everyone's like six. So uh, he'd be like, uh, touch. And then he would throw a dagger at one of the humans. Throw a dagger. Um, I'm throwing a dagger. Uh, does a 13, wait, wait, 15 hit. Wait a minute. Yes, uh, a 15, yeah. your blade strikes true. Give me some damage, please. Uh, are you firing at a wounded one or a, a fresh one? Wounded. Wounded. Always wounded. Five, five damage? Five damage to a wounded one. All right, the dagger buries itself into his shoulder, and uh, he cries out in pain, and his Blood begins to run down his uh, the front of his his tunic. Uh, I want that back. Right. <laughs> That's cloak. That is uh, all right. The kobolds manage to recover their wits, and they begin chattering in draconic. Kane, you don't understand them. It's just huh. and uh, yeah, means nothing to you. Interesting. Uh, so we're gonna have two rolls. With advantage, thanks to Peck Tactics. Oof. You know, that doesn't... Alright, that doesn't work. Okay. So we'll call that one hit. Alright, two hits on the bear. So, oof. The bear takes uh, uh, about ten points of damage as the kobolds begin uh, methodically sinking their daggers up into its belly and sides. And it bellows in pain. That's the kobolds. Kari. I am shooting one of those kobolds for certain. Blink them. Uh, no, that one. That's the one I need. Does a 14 hit. 14 gets him. Yes, finally. 
Six damage. Go, Kari, go. Your arrow takes him just behind the ear, and he spins down to the blood-soaked stones, dead. All right. Uh, Kari, Riodan. I'm going to shoot one of them. Drawing your own bow now? Uh, drawing my own bow. Because why not? I deserve this. And, um, let's see. Can I see a human from where um, I'm At this point, uh, if you step into the doorway, you'll be able to see a human. Sure. I'll step into the doorway and, and pop off a shot uh, with a 19. That'll get him. For uh, just two, eight points of damage. Uh, did you want to shoot the one that um, Cloak just stuck a dagger into, or a different one? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do the All one. Right. That, uh, uh, I, I forgot Cloak didn't Cloak didn't drop that one, so you can actually see him from the doorway, and that okay. will be enough to kill him. Your arrow takes him in the chest, and he slumps <laughs> backwards, clawing at the shaft before he goes still. Uh, da, da, da. Bandits. So there are a total of five bandits remaining. Two in the front are going to draw scimitars. One is going to strike at the bear uh, and miss. The other one is going to slash at Kane, and he's going to hit you, Kane. Uh, I'd like to parry. All right, make your opposed attack rolls there. You're looking for a, a 20. 20. I see yep. your 20. Oof. I see it. Ooh, sail and raise me. me a 10, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. That won't, that won't do. So you're going to get uh, struck by the scimitar. You take a glancing, ooh, uh, a glancing slash for six slashing damage. Uh, so then three of the remaining ones are going to draw crossbows. One is going to shoot at the bear. Ooh. Ooh, critting the bear. Oh, no. For eight damage. Just take him home. <laughs> he hasn't been affected by a spell yet. <laughs> I can't quickly cast a spell uh, on him. I think another one's going to shoot the bear because they're terrified of this thing, but it just sort of like gets lodged in his fur and hide, and the bear doesn't even seem to notice it. The last one is going to take a shot at... Um, probably at Riodan. Oof. That's only an eight, so it kind of clatters off the doorframe as you duck back. Uh, all right, that's the bandit's... Puff Puff, you still holding Puff Puff back? Yeah, there's there's cool. too many, uh, and I'm still watching the door, uh, because if anyone comes bursting right. out that door, Cloak's going to be up in, in their grill. Okay, uh, so, f like, the which door? The, the kitchen door, essentially? Yeah. Any any door okay. down the yeah, hallway? No, no activity. Okay, still, I think it's too soon. Sure. It's only yeah, been I mean, 12 can... seconds, so... <laughs> yeah. You can you can see the entire hallway, so uh, so okay. I will let you know if anyone shows up down there. Uh, all right, the bear <laughs> bites the kobold uh, in front of him, and you hear his ribs crush, and uh, blood streams across the bear's muzzle, and then it turns and rakes its claws down at one of the bandits. Uh, this guy he skips nimbly out of the way, though he saw that one coming. So that is going to be all kobolds dispatched. Bearsicles, see? Okay. All right. Uh, Kane, top of the order. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and kill one of these uh, bandits next. Uh, and I'm going to swing at him 
I'm going to use one on my nat 20s. All right. So crit him. I shall indeed. Uh, for crit him where it hurts. For that plus a extra seven, so uh, fourteen damage. All right. So as he's recovering from his mighty slash that caught you across the arm and across your ribs, you uh, just sort of step in and uh, and and step with him, and you run your blade through his ribs, and he stiffens and gasps as it punches through both lungs and his heart, and he slumps off your blade dead when you withdraw the sword. Good. So there are three bandits remaining. Glaz, your turn. Uh, Glaz will, uh, again, poke his head in just enough so he can see someone to do chill touch and then dive back around the corner again. Uh, if there's one looking wounded, I'll go for one that's looking wounded. If they all are pale, then I'll just... There are only... Th- yeah, there are only three left and they all okay. look fresh. That'll be in that 20. Oh, that's another critical hit. You guys Damn. are you guys are on fire Holy tonight. Hits. All right, give me a 2d8 necrotic damage. Uh, so that'd be nine points of necrotic. Nine. As the hand reaches Ugh. up. All right. So uh, the the hand reaches up and you can see this guy's skin starts to turn gray and almost leathery and starts to wither and wrinkle. But he is still alive, if only barely. Oof. This ley line Gruesome, is really helping it, out my, 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 my magic here. <laughs> it is. Uh, Cloak, your turn. Um, As... Uh... <laughs> Glass is like talking about that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I'm throwing another dagger uh, at the the one he just attacked. Um, Okay. Yeah, I try to look cool. uh, But let's see with the blessing. Uh, A nine. No, no, unfortunately, Uh, there's a it's a great chaotic welter of blades and paws in there. And your dagger just sort of gets swatted out of the air by somebody's Uh, backswing. Yeah, and then then I would just uh, look at Glass and he said, okay, what we learned just now is that when you try to act cool with the bandolier and you throw a new dagger, look at your target, don't just throw aimlessly into a room. That's probably a very good <laughs> advice. <laughs> Kari, it's your turn. Marking off another arrow on my sheet, and I'm going to shoot the uh, person whose skin is changing to that gray pallid color. Does a oh, 17 hit? yes, yes. Uh, it does. Alright, I'm gonna do a big three, four damage with the plus one of the bow, sorry. Or, yes. That is sufficient, and you put an arrow through his left eye. <laughs> Alright. Riordan, your turn. How many of these guys are left? Two! There are two human bandits left, and now, they, like, bodies are just littering the floor in there now. I gotta... You know what? I gotta. No. It's not worth it. I'm just gonna kill him. Uh, I shoot at one of them. Uh, for a 18. You got him. Do me some damage. And that damage is. Oh, max damage again, Oof. baby. For. It's actually 8 points of damage. I did bad math. I plus 2. Is the blood points. getting you excited? Because 8 points of damage. Got it. 8 points of damage. All right. You bury. Uh, you're using a short bow. Is that right? Uh, you put an arrow into his gut, and he doubles over, clutching at it, and blood spurts between his fingers, but he's still clinging to life. Uh, Riodan, that's the bandits. So, oh goodness, they have people in their face now. Um, 
So they're going to drop their crossbows and draw their scimitars. And one is going to attack Kane, and the other is going to slash desperately at the bear that's advancing on him. And this guy, he's starting to he's starting to grow panicked, and you can hear his his breath just sort of getting peppered with these whimpering cries. Uh, he is going to miss the bear terribly, and uh, Kane, you're going to be hit with another AC twenty. Would you care to care to try and blade lock him? All right. No. All right. So he is going to deal two, a light wound, two points of slashing damage to you as he uh, gets past your guard and draws the blade along your wrist. Mm. He's um, uncomfortable. Uh, you can see his eyes are darting toward the south uh, kind of corner of the room, but uh, he is dismayed as the bear is between him and the section of the wall he's looking at. Okay, I make so. Note. Puff Puff, uh, still holding the dog back? Yeah, we're holding back. Okay. Uh, and the bear. Well. All right. So the bear comes in and tears his claws into this last, uh, in, into this guy. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's a, there's a sickening sound of ripping flesh and tearing cloth. And he spins down to the ground dead. Treasure. And so, uh, I believe that is that. <laughs> you know, that bear always seems to finish off the fights that we start. He's been a good fun, a good yeah. friend. What's that, Josh? No, I was just going to say, like, wait, they, it, I, I, for a second I misheard and I thought the bear had died. I was like, oh, this is not okay. No, 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 no. The bear killed, uh, the bear killed a bandit. Nothing. I don't, okay, bear. um, uh, can we not put the bear in, in, uh, in harm's way again? Because that's, uh, it looks pretty, and he like looks at the bear, and it's like bleeding, and he's like, "I think it needs a break." The bear's done a lot for us recently, but let's loot everyone for everything that they have, and maybe cut off some more heads. Kari looks at you angrily. Cut off your own heads. <laughs> I've got a long shelf that I need to fill, Kari, <clears throat> and I'm not going to go and buy my heads. Do you I'm think not I'm a fool? Decorator. All right. Uh, <laughs> so um, now you are. Amongst these guys, it looks like they're not carrying any treasure on them beyond their equipment. Uh, the one thing you ha they have that you haven't seen yet are light crossbows. Uh, so there are a number of light crossbows scattered amongst them and probably a total of 40 crossbow bolts. Oh, 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 I learned how to use those back at school. Do you mind if I take one of these, you all? Can I? Do you mind? Glass asks. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And I'm like picking up my daggers and like replenishing them. I mean, we did kill him. Seems right that it should be yours. Sure. Yep, you can retrieve your daggers. Um, those of you who fired arrows, you can retrieve half of the spent arrows. Uh, and then I would look for the, the secret door uh, that's drawn on the map. Okay, so given that you, it was ba the, the location of the secret door was essentially revealed to you, uh, I'm not going to make you make a check. You just spend a little time searching, and you find another similar mechanism to the one that you located on your own in that throne room. Uh, you find a little section of wall that looks like it's a concealed uh, switch that you're pretty sure will release the door when you press it. Okay. Beep! <laughs> I thought I... All right, door pops open. So uh, looking into this room... Uh, this one is fairly large. Uh, it's about 20 feet long and then maybe 30 feet wide. 
uh, there are no frescoes covering the walls here. It's just bare stone. And then scattered around the room are uh, wood and iron chests of all different sizes. Many of them have been opened or smashed, uh, but you find one of them after a, a cursory search uh, that is made entirely of iron. It's like an iron strong box, and it has a, uh, a heavy lock on the front. Uh, I take out my key that I have around my chest, and I go, ooh, try to open it. Okay, would you like to roll for it? Uh, what do I have to roll again? So it has, it has a 5% chance, so if you just want to roll a d20, and on a 20, it opens. All right. Nope. No. All right. So you take the uh, you take the little silver key. Uh, I believe it was a silver key uh, off your neck and uh, and kind of fiddle with the lock, but it doesn't look like it fits. Oh, okay. Well, that didn't work. Um, does that? Is there? Did anyone have a key on them? Uh, no, no, okay. no one had a key on them, unfortunately. Does it look dwarven in uh, made? Or does this look more? Um. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. It does look like it sort of matches the uh, the other things that are in this room, the other chests and boxes. Okay. Well, um, do you guys know how to open this? Uh, anyone could attempt to make a uh, could could attempt to use thieves' tools to try and open it if you have such a thing. Uh, I believe I. Do. We have no. We have yes. no orgs. You could try the yes. more direct route. Sorry. Yes, I believe I. I oh, did you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, sorry. Oh, that's right, it's oh, Bounty Hunter. The Not unfortunately proficient yet. Alright, so it's just a straight dex check then. Uh, Ooh. plus four? Uh, a twelve. Uh, that only, uh, no, that doesn't apply yeah. to ability checks. Just attack rolls and saving throws. Okay, so uh, that does not open. Would you like me to try to smash it? Well, uh, that uh, well, I was gonna follow up. If you uh, if you do like your your uh, chilling grasp on the lock and get it cold, maybe we can break it. Uh, actually, because chill touch isn't actually cold; it's necrotic. Oh. It is necrotic damage. Yeah. Okay. And I believe it specifically has to target creatures. Ah, now, ice okay. knife. I. Uh, a confusing name. Creature. Yep. That's ice a, that's knife a says spell creature slot, as well, so. and it's a spell slot, which I wouldn't want to use. I, I can just try to smash right. it if you would uh, like. Okay. Uh, just hit it with some shit. Here's, a, here's one yeah, of the scimitars. Like, uh, I mean, if anybody has if anybody has something like a crowbar, you could try to you could try to break the lo- you know pry the lock off or, or yeah or attack uh, the lock to damage I it. Also have a crowbar. So okay. Uh, I'm making sure the door is shut while we're making all this noise. Uh, okay. The, sure. The outer door and then our secret door. Yep, no problem. You shut both the doors. Okay. Uh, okay, so you want to try and uh, try and bust the lock open, Kane? Yeah, if that's okay. Um, and using a crowbar, you can make your strength check with advantage. An eighteen. Eighteen. So you're uh, you're prying at it, and you can hear like a, a groaning sort of ping as you're getting some uh, give to the bracket that holds the lock on, but it doesn't give. At least not yet. Uh, I I offer it to uh, to Glaz as Glaz is pretty strong. Yeah, I mean if you yeah uh, then I'll I'll do the strength check again. It's, do I have advantages in the crowbar as well? Yep, the crowbar gives you okay. advantage. Yep. Uh, so uh, that's only a fifteen. No, it's not given. This is a this is a sturdy box. 
Anybody Hold else on. care to care to Hold give on. it a try? Or Step do you aside, try everyone. Else? Step aside. Hold on. Let me let me try this, and then like <laughs> cloak is like probably it's probably like a good amount of size of him. So he's got like the the crowbar in, and it's like two feet on the thing, and he's like pulling on it. Ha! No, you're not. <laughs> nope. The lock is just sort of clattering. Ticka, ticka, ticka. Okay, uh, I I lied. I'm not that strong. <laughs> all right, so you sort of like all of you just sort of look kind of grumpily at this this heavy iron chest that you uh, you're 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 having great deal of difficulty breaking into. Can I give it a try? Sure. It, yeah. I'm anyone, gonna use my uh, net twenty. Oh, look at you. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to make it look like, you know, when you're trying to get mom to like open the jar for everybody and fails, I'm just going to be like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> were, were you going to say something, Will? <laughs> I could have done that if I wanted. Oh, oh, sure, 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 sure. Whenever Carrie All right, so, so you burn your net 20. Like, um, and so Carrie comes over and just kind of takes the, the crowbar from Cloak. Uh, sets the forked end of it on the bracket by the lock and just kicks it once and there's a ping as the bracket breaks open and the lock, still locked kind of goes clattering across the room tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick. Two kills. I think we loosened One it for her I, Glass crosses his arm and pouts alright okay so you have a now unlocked strongbox uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Carrie, oh. you pop it open. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say I, I want to run perception on it to make sure it's not booby trapped. It's a mimic. It's gonna eat me. Uh, ah. Tia, you said what's in it, yep. so you popping yep. it open. Don't eat me. Don't eat me. Don't eat me. Okay. Uh, so as you as you uh, you pull the heavy lid open, you can hear a click and then a crushing sound of glass, and then this yellowish vapor billows out of the box. <sighs> and very quickly spreads throughout the room. I need everyone to make a DC 10 constitution save. Everyone. Uh, and I'll go ahead and say the bless is still active at the tail end of its duration. So everyone who is blessed can add a Oh, well, I do not make it. Uh, I got a fourth. Oh, same here. Okay. <laughs> 16. That's another uh, crit for Carrie from Ben as well. Ooh. All right. Thank you for the donation, Ben. Uh, all right. So everybody keep track. Did I tell you that it was yep. DC 10? So, Glad's uh, with the 10. <laughs> all right. Choo, choo, choo. So everybody who failed takes nine points of poison damage. Oh. Everyone who succeeded takes four. Uh what was the DC? Ten. DC ten. I am, but I'm I am coughing and like blood is coming out. I imagine. I, I catch I catch Carrie, uh, completely ruining her moment of looking like a badass as she cracks this open like a boss <laughs> and immediately poisons herself. <laughs> Kane will come. Kane will come to her rescue. <laughs> Just no. because I know it will infuriate her. No. Puff Puff is going to fail her saving no. throw. As is the Ooh, bear. Oh, oh no! So the bear takes nine. The bear begins coughing up this kind of yellowish foam, and you can see it's. Uh, you can see some of its muscles. You can see out. some of its muscles are involuntarily quivering. I'm gonna cast cure wounds on the bear. Okay, go ahead and cast a quick cure wounds. Uh, checking the time. We can wrap up once you guys 
handle your your logistics and we'll leave the chest. I okay. myself for one. All right, so that's. Remember to yeah. add your wisdom bonus. Yeah. Uh, I heal him for nine. How is Puff Puff okay. looking with that poison? I don't know how many points Puff Puff has. Puff Puff was looking unhurt before the poison, so she's not happy, but she doesn't look terribly worse for wear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're gonna keep the animals out of the, uh, battle because they're looking pretty beat up, and we should. If there's a dragon in there, we, I mean, I don't want them to die. We need to save our spells. Okay. Uh, so inside the chest, you can see the bluish uh, gleam of silver coins and uh, glitter of gemstones. Ooh. Ooh. Is there a diamond there? Oh, is there? Okay. So uh, inside, you find a total of 500 silver pieces. There are five gems, two diamonds. Each of them is worth 50 Yay. gold. So one of those will work for your uh, chromatic for your uh, spell component. Uh, the remaining three 50 gold piece gems are a sapphire, a uh, faceted carnelian, a very large one, and a um, blue spinal. Sapphire. Uh, kind of digging through as you're as you're gathering the coins, you find two small vials of liquid. Uh, one of them you guys immediately recognize as the uh, the thin red liquid is a potion of healing. The other one you're not so sure about. You think you might be able to uh, to sample it and figure it out, but it does have a distinctive look, if I recall. I will describe it to you in a moment. Uh, can I roll Arcana on it if we were doing that this session? Um, you can uh, just kind of uh, examine it and uh, and like take a tiny taste of the potion and and determine its function that way. Okay. Uh, so it. Okay. So when you look at the potion, it's separated into gray, silver, and brown layers that kind of look like uh, bands of stone in an eroded rock wall. If you know what I'm talking about, sort of like mm -hmm. uh, layers of sediment or stone. Yeah. And as you shake it, they kind of mix and then resettle into layers. Okay. Uh, you can uh, examine it, maybe take a little taste of it. It is a potion of climbing. Okay, well, this one helped you climb. Um, we'll save it. Um, and then he will kind of, like, try to... And he, like, holds up the diamond at glass. He's like, look, I, I could use one of those if no one else wants it. It looks like there are five gems, so we can each have one, and we can each have a hundred silver. It'll be a wonderful thing. Okay. Um, I mean, Kari, um, for, for healing all Note of us, down you that you have an appropriate diamond? diamond. I have no need of such things. Should go to glass. Okay, and it's gone. <laughs> Gla glass has one. <laughs> there were two. There was two of them. You want the other one? No, I have no need of such things. All right, so, uh... With the treasure dealt with and the trap weathered for the most part, I think that is where we will stop for this evening, and we will pick up further exploration of the Halls of Everforge next week. Yes. Awesome. Woo-hoo. Nice. Thank you very much, guys. Well, yes, thank you, guys. Um, thank you guys for watching, of course. Uh, that is where we're going to end tonight's episode of The World's Tree Burns. If you want to catch up, you can do on YouTube and, of course, uh, via podcast. Uh, if you're listening on podcast now, well, then well done. You've already made your way there. Uh, you can do so via The Tome Show. Uh, they have a website, thetomeshow.com, and I think you can go onto iTunes and other 
podcast app providers and search for La Tome Show, and you'd probably be able to find us on there as well. I think some people had a problem like searching for the World Tree Burns on iTunes um, because it doesn't pop up like that. So just go to La Tome Show's main feed, and that's where you'll be able to find it in case you're looking for that. Um, in fact, there'll be a link in the YouTube description. That would be a clever thing to do. Uh, but hopefully you guys enjoyed tonight's show. I certainly had a blast. And again, thank you to Cobalt Press for sponsoring today's show. Go to CobaltPress.com. Check out all of their amazing Midgard books and materials. And uh, play some of your own games of Midgard, perhaps. Um, and if you're looking for folks to play games with, uh, be sure to jump into our Discord. That's not at all how you spell that. Uh, our Incan Roleplay Discord is looking for games. to sign up for games. We can come along and play exactly that but let's go around the custom crew did we enjoy ourselves and of course where can we find you guys online let's start with our dungeon master Dan Dillon Dan what do you think hey everybody I'm Dan Dillon you can find me on twitter at Dan underscore Dillon underscore one uh, I had a great time as always uh, I love this cast of players uh, you guys will just kind of take the ball and run with it with me, which uh, makes my job easy a lot of the time so uh, there are a couple of things I just want to assure the viewers who have donated for things to happen um, I I'm not just going to willy-nilly throw like magic items out of the sky falling on people but rest assured every time you guys donate to give something to one of the players or for cool wild magic surges to happen I'm taking notes and I'm building them in for them to locate. So trust me, your investments are well spent. They will happen. They will be awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, I like uh, exam. I like exploring these uh, these halls, and I'm really enjoying seeing your guys' approach to how you're going to uh, make your way through here. Uh, I was not necessarily expecting you guys to interrogate one of the bandits. So when you captured one last week, that was uh, that was kind of an exciting twist that uh, that uh, I think gave you guys. I mean, it was a good call. It gave you a cool avenue that you know that there's these secret corridors that lead around uh, at least one side of this this complex that you can uh, you can now exploit. So that's fun. Yes, absolutely. Uh, great work as always, Dan. Thanks so much. Be sure to follow Dan on the Twitters. Uh, to people today with what he's up to. McCloak, um, same questions for you. Well, I like long walks on the beach and uh, you know, listen to Deflator Mouse and dance the night away. Um, so that's from Mallrats, if you guys uh, remember that movie, uh, which I love that movie. Um, so hi, I'm McLoken. Uh, I'm a fantastic tabletop uh, content creator. Uh, I'm wearing a Twitch partner t-shirt. I am not partnered anymore. Uh, that is, uh, that is news that I haven't really announced yet. The hypocrisy. Uh, hypocrisy. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing irony. Um, so... <laughs> uh, I uh, I uh, do a bunch of tabletop content uh, here on uh, I'm on a bunch of shows here on Twitch. Uh, tomorrow is the first day of my show chosen being on Mixer. Uh, we're going to be under the banner Story Quest, uh, so I'm super excited for that and uh, and uh, starting uh, the D&D content on Mixer. Uh, you don't see too much of it, uh, and so and they're excited to have me on there. So yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, that's uh, that's me. Follow me at Twitter, at McLoken, and I say smart-ass things, and then uh, Tia uh, shakes her head and judges me. <laughs> Excellent. Um, thanks so much, McLoken, as always. Uh, and yes, Tia. Uh, this was actually my favorite episode of World 3 Burns playing in. There was a lot of good stuff that happened, a lot of character development. I, I love Glaz and just his mannerisms. I've gotten to play with Paul Skull a little bit in a couple of different games, 
and it's just such a completely different character for him compared to what he usually plays the stoic or the so it's it's really fun um but yeah i really really like this episode i like the level of involvement that we had this time around it's good good stuff oh and follow me on all the things right here which i'm gonna post there you go. yes good idea right so uh tool school same questions Oh, I mean, I, I love Midgard. I'm having a blast with Glass. Uh, I love with his cast and the stuff that Dan's doing. Seeing all these things come to life is just amazing, as I've been a huge fanboy of Cobalt Press for a long time. And uh, just can't wait to keep on playing it. Um, as far as me, you can find me all over social media as Tall Squall. And uh, today, I had my big, a big announcement. I am starting to... Uh, uh, write and publish some stuff out to put onto DM Guilds. We're just getting started. Uh, watch uh, these posts uh, that I'm putting into the chat for updates as we launch our new little uh, venture called uh, Bird in the Storm Publicate uh, uh, Bird in the Storm Publishing. And uh, we will be having some playtest materials at Gen Con for people to uh, grab and play with their friends, as well as some swag and things like that. So uh, hope to uh, see you guys around the interwebs and uh, keep an eye out for Bird and Storm as we try to get one of my little homebrew worlds out into your world. That's awesome. I can't wait to see your stuff, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, amazing stuff. Thank you to all school. Uh, and last but not least, Mr. Encounter, Josh. Uh, it's always, yeah, it's always uh, fun to be able to, uh, like, like, the whole speaking to the world thing is super creepy, and I'm checking down about some creepy stuff that I can do with it, and I just like the, yeah, the, the opportunity to just try something completely different, you know? and uh, it's certainly just the opportunity to, I love all the listening rules that uh, are the best things out there, and it's like, I'm just really tough on the fact that, like, that bat attack against me that was really good, so we free. Being able to carry like an active sword fighter uh, is a super cool thing. That's that was cool. So, uh, doing stuff like that. And, uh, And I'll just throw out that if uh, anyone anyone watching or listening wants to check out those weapon rules, they're in both the Midgard Heroes Handbook and also in a standalone book uh, called Beyond Damage Dice, if you guys want to check that out. Cool. Cool stuff. Uh, I'll link you guys here to Cobalt Press. Again, definitely check them out. And of course, uh, big thank yous go to uh, both Fantasy Grounds and uh, Whaling Games. Shows. Uh, you'll see us again live tomorrow at a time of 1 p.m. Eastern, and that's for Call of Cthulhu Doors to Darkness. They have found the Necronomicon, and the world is therefore going to end, no doubt, uh, as more and more of my cast go insane and die, uh, which is always the plan. I'm going for my triple kill on Pruitt, um, so that's that's going to be fun. And then, of course, we've got Warhammer Wednesday uh, beneath Dark Bowers at 4 p.m. Eastern with uh, Jim Davis on with the end. DMC, and then Star Wars Rise of the Dark Side at 7pm uh, although I'll be on Sable Dice uh, and during that time uh, we will be playing in fact the bad boy Grant himself will be joining us in the DMC as a special uh, one shot guest star on Sable Dice tomorrow so I'll see you guys there for that and uh, 
like we've been saying, join us in the Discord to chat about all of the shows that are going on, to be nerdy and turn to nerdy shit. But until next time, my friends, try not to roll too many nat ones because, in fact, we've been rolling nat twenties all fucking day. We're gonna give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>